0: to Tuesday. Would you
1: wear a shoe on your head? Of course you wouldn't wear a shoe on your head. A shoe doesn't belong on your
2: head. A shoe belongs on your foot belongs on your head. I am a hat. You are a shoe. I belong on the head. You belong on the foot. Yes, so it is. Hey guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height.
3: And I'm Chelsea Duff and this week we are joined by a special guest. You may know who he is if you were listening at the end of our last episode when we teased it, but we've got him here with us on Zoom today. Christian, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Oh, hi there. Uh, my name is Christian <laughs> Brune. I am an actor and I've been in some stuff.
3: Amazing. He was in Ready or Not. You might recognize him from Ready or Not. Um, and when we covered that movie last year, we just tagged him incessantly in all of our social posts. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. He was so a nice lot. about it. And he like responded to things. And then I DM'd him when the week was over to be like, thank you for not being so annoyed by us all the time. And then he continued <laughs> to be nice. And I was, I honestly did not think that it was a serious ask when I was like, well, if you ever want to be on the podcast, let us know. But he said that he would want to be on the podcast and the
2: podcast.
1: And here I am. I, yeah, I'm, I I love being on podcasts. What can I say? It's, uh, it's always a good time
2: especially yeah, we, when we're
1: talking about horror
0: films
3: especially when we're talking about horror films um but we dabbled in some other ideas of what episodes christian could be on um recently we were stalking his imdb and we saw that he's going to be in season three of the Snowpiercer tv show um and we hadn't done the snow piercer movie yet and we thought what a perfect opportunity um to have us join to have him join us for that um christian what did you know had you seen the movie before you got involved with the tv show
1: Yeah, I saw it years ago, Um, I think when it first came out, or maybe a couple years after it came out, and I remember liking it, but uh, I didn't remember a lot about it, and um, my old boss from Orphan Black, which was another Mm -hmm. TV show that I did, um,
3: incredible TV show, love it,
1: such a good one, so much fun, love it, near and dear to my heart, Um, but my old boss, Graham, was, who was one of the co-creators of Orphan Black, was showrunning, Snowpiercer uh, with another one of our head writers and producers from Orphan Black, Aubrey Nealon. Um, and so I knew that they were both working on the show and we would kept in touch and uh, I hang out with them whenever we we're in the same city. Uh, and yeah, I found myself in Vancouver, BC last winter during the pandemic. And uh, they knew I was in town and they're like, oh, buddy, we're going to throw you into the show. And I was like, <laughs> okay, go for it. Let's do it.
3: just pals being buds and and working together again very
1: cute I I love that I love working with people that I love to work with it's it's you know when you when you have that sort of relationship and you're good collaborators and they know how to write for you as well Uh um it's always good to like have a little bit of a reunion on a different set
4: great yeah Yeah. who wouldn't want to work with their friends that's the best thing
1: it's the (laughs) best thing like you guys
4: yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's working out pretty well so far. Do you guys <laughs> you actually
1: now. hang out in, in person or do you only see each other only on, in podcast form? Yeah, it's actually
4: just strictly professional. Right, I, was just,
2: I was just trying to vibe with you. We hate each other. <laughs> okay, I wedding.
1: thought so. I thought so.
2: <laughs> I don't live in LA anymore like they did. I moved a while ago. So this is unfortunately the most yeah. interaction that I oh, get no. Sydney is actually just Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Fair but, enough. Uh, I, we text. We text all the time. <laughs> imagine how often we tagged you in things. Uh, <laughs> imagine how often we. Talk. Oh my okay,
1: god. Okay, I'm starting to get an idea.
4: Also, oh, it yeah. was it's great that you actually responded to us because it reminded us that people can see the content that we produce and then oh, yeah. subsequently tag them in. <laughs> um, before we had not, we'd had like a couple of instances where the, the wall had been broken, but it's just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, people can see the unhinged shit we post online. Oh yeah.
1: I love <laughs> it. I, I check that stuff out all the time. I, I, I love seeing what people have tagged me in and what for. <laughs> uh, it's always entertaining. I don't always respond to it. For the most part, I, I try to. Mm -hmm. um and especially if like a fan has a question or every once in a while I'll get like some random film student with questions or an acting student with questions like oh yeah let me let me like answer some questions for you but uh for the most part it's just really really entertaining and uh and also that there so I don't know if it's the same with Regular Instagram, I sound like such a fucking dork right now. But I, I'm verified. Oh, on celebrity so like,
0: Instagram, as oh, I I know. Yeah, celebrity I know. <laughs> Instagram.
4: Yeah, we know about that uh, too. Well, you've so got like we'll your DMs. Know. Listen,
1: uh-huh. when you when you're verified, you've got when your like, famous, like your yeah exactly. You've got your DMs that like people who, that you follow.
0: Uh-huh. You can see mm-hmm. when they
1: chat like your friends and whatnot. And then there's an other folder for people that you don't follow who are trying to contact you, and that is where you find the most entertaining shit. Some people don't even know it's there. They don't even check it. But um, like who was
3: that celebrity recently, that rapper who found a bunch of like celebrity DMs in their other folder was oh, like Oh, that's right. It was T-Pain. And
4: yeah, he was like, Wait, oh, right. you
3: guys want to work together? He's had Hilarious.
4: like iconic people be like, let's do a collab. And he was like, had no clue.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: I think us normies do have that feature though. I think we yeah. do have the request folder. So we you ha- guys should be verified.
1: You're yeah. out there, you're podcasting. Hello, Instagram. Okay,
3: Instagram.
4: Uh, Instagram, are you listening? Um, yeah. We do have 4,000 followers now. And so I think like a thousand ago, they gave us the two um, different folders. But we did get a really, really interesting other uh, message the other day. We don't get that many. But- right but it literally said and if this is you listener we're not making fun of you we loved this it said do you guys buy haunted
2: dolls okay and then they immediately were like we don't but sydney buy it and i was like i couldn't oh, yeah. it in a haunted doll
1: <laughs> oh my god that is the last thing i would want in my apartment is a haunted doll really? are you crazy
3: you're right, and you should say it, and I would not invite that energy into my home, but Sydney no. loves to live on the edge. She's, um, as as wait, Monica's like an... the bad girl. As some,
4: as I'm the bad girl of the pod, yes. Sydney
0: is.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you, Sydney? I'm the Sydney. unhinged one. <laughs> She's enigmatic. Yeah. But I'm ready to roll yeah.
0: with it.
3: Yeah.
4: Chelsea's the good girl. For sure, sure. Okay, yeah. well, just so you know, as a, as a bad girl of the pod and as the girl who has- <laughs> haunted puppets in my basement mm-hmm. Christian there are ba- there are basement puppets at my apartment that no, I thought were no. the children like they I thought they were from the children of my next door neighbor who moved out and so I sent pictures of them to her and I was like hey you left your puppets here and she was like Monica I have never seen those puppets in my life close the box and no they're, they're still way down there. no
1: get out of <laughs> the house the call you. is coming from inside the house get out <laughs>
3: if I there's it. a market for haunted dolls though i think you should ask that that messenger like how they got into the biz Ooh. this could be a profitable endeavor for you that's i fair. think that's, that's
1: bad fair. idea like that's just leave them alone
3: no, don't touch yeah. them
1: don't move them because they might get mad that they've been moved and like you just it's, you don't know what's gonna
0: be happen i was christian
4: home, no it goes against my morals. I okay. don't do Ouija Ouija boards or Ouija boards. Oh, those
1: things freak me out. I, I, I love them as a it. kid, but they really freak me out.
4: I I've never done it. I'm yeah. never going to do it. Touching the puppets is the same thing. And like just a little detail, so to paint the picture for you, they're not like like porcelain doll puppets or something or marionettes. They're like Avenue Q style, which is like oh, modern wow. but still so kind of cute. Like cute, like a little but- like muppety.
1: I want to see like a conjuring or no, wait, what is the one with the, yeah, that's the couple.
4: Annabelle.
1: Annabelle. Yeah. It's like the same yeah. couple that go and collect all these objects. I want to see some Avenue Q level <laughs> or maybe like a parody, almost like scary movie, but instead of like an Annabelle doll, it's like an Avenue Q, like Sesame Street Muppet. Well, the original
3: Annabelle was a Raggedy what? man.
1: Right. Oh my god! It's just
3: like a normal looking little doll. And they threw a Raggedy Ann in um, Annabelle creation, which we did during doll month. Oh yeah. That's, we had a whole month of dolls. Oh, that
1: reminds me of my childhood because that was like my, my, so I'm, I'm half like Norwegian, Swedish and Finnish and mm-hmm. my Swedish best amour or best uh, um grandmother. um, She always would talk about, or like when I was a kid, I remember her talking about Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy, because the male one was Raggedy Andy, right. and there was Raggedy uh-huh. Ann. Um, also, like, terrible name. <laughs> yeah. It's like raggedy. Ratchety. Today would be Ratchety. <laughs> Ratchety Ann and Ratchety Andy.
4: Yeah, <laughs> but you, that just I've reminds me really... of my grandmother,
1: which that's crazy. <laughs> okay.
4: I've never really thought about the words. You just like say them right. Cause it's been a brand for so long, but you're yeah. so right. That's super mean to poor Anne and Andy. Let yeah. them live. They look fine. They're doing fine. Seriously.
3: Bring back a, a yasified Anne and Andy. Oh, please. Oh, no. Somebody yeah. probably has yasified them on the internet for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I can't, we can't go deep into
3: yassification <laughs> No, We, already, right we now. already were doing our yassified <laughs> discussion before we started recording. It's fine.
1: You um, should do a whole again. yassified episode
3: mini oh, sewed one cool.
4: day yeah. one episode where we actually all dress up and wear makeup and all of that we did that for our last episode we dressed up for Matthew Lillard's birthday episode
1: <laughs> understandable it's a milestone each year it's very important I
0: get it
3: yeah 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 but this is also a milestone for us um our first I know you said you're not a celebrity but you're our first celebrity you're You're a celebrity I'm
1: verified there's a lot of people who are verified that are not worthy of the verification yeah well that's you guys deserve it that's bullshit
3: um okay um, it might well, be just about time though to segue into our our movie discussion yeah so let mm-hmm. me give you
4: guys a breakdown listeners if you have not watched this film well, we pause well, so
3: much, we haven't even said it but we have because we talked about it yeah we yeah we've said it,
4: well. it we've said it um I'm and so I'm paying attention. every I'm paying attention. every episode we read the imdb plot synopsis thing, um, just so you know, not, not the plot synopsis. My God, we'd be sitting here for 15 <laughs> minutes, um, just a little blurb. So this what mm-hmm. it says on IMDb, in a future where a failed climate change experiment has killed all life except for the survivors who boarded the Snowpiercer, in parentheses, a train that travels around the globe, a new class system emerges. Wow. Um,
3: to me, when I was watching the movie, my summary would have been um it's like the titanic but if everybody not on the titanic hit an iceberg um that's how i felt (laughs) i think that's more succinct yeah
0: yeah i think it really communicates
3: what we need to get across it's got the the different levels to it the different classes boarding at different times Mm -hmm. different some people escape right into the boats you know some people are down on the bottom of the ship etc it tracks us metaphor. So also
1: that metaphor is better than the synopsis because the synopsis is wrong. It says like what what does it say at the very end? Like a new class, class system, system emerges. That's the same ass class <laughs> system as we have here. So I don't that's, know what they're talking about.
4: Yeah, that's the same shit. Absolutely yeah. the same shit. Just on a train. Just a, now. Yeah, exactly. A little smooshed, a little smooshed. Yeah. Or streamlined, kind of put into a tube.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Maybe they were trying to set up something new by just having Richie Riches on a train, but, uh, you know, they got all them stowaways. They got those tailies in there.
4: The tailies. Yeah, okay, so I watched the first episode of the show yesterday, so I got a little bit (laughs) confused. But Mm -hmm. in the movie, did the tailies get onto the uh, train in a similar way where they, like, bombarded it? I think I missed that. Uh, That's
1: right, because... I, ha- I had the same issue when I was watching Snowpiercer, the film, because mm-hmm. I had all those visuals of them like cramming onto the train and getting on yeah. there. And, and I started getting confused because I've watched the show up till season three when I was jumping in. Mm-hmm. And so all the knowledge of the show has like blended into my, <laughs> my storytelling knowledge of the film. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was getting really confused as to what, we were, what information we were going to get. That was from the show. How they all like pushed in? I think they were in Chicago or something like that, and they all like yeah. pushed onto the train. Yeah, we it's don't a really get that in the film. Intense
4: opening scene. Yeah, I, I really like the show so far. I'm super excited to watch the rest of it, and I also think that like we're gonna get into the whole the whole movie, but the story kind of calls for a TV show or or a longer telling. I didn't know that it was originally comics, which makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense because there's so much that happens. In this yeah, movie. I think it's a,
1: a French graphic novel or something like that. Yeah. Originally. Right.
4: And it ran for it was for a few years. So I mean that's a, a lot of
1: got a lot of material know. to yeah. to mine from, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, I did um briefly skim an article that was like the similarities and differences between the movie and the TV show. And it says that the TV show is a prequel, but it also seems to suggest just based on what I read that it is not necessarily going to end up in the same place as the movie um I don't know about that but it, it seems it's like changing a lot of the the canon that you could argue is like set up by the movie um right because there's I, like whole other stuff going on uh, it's oh, like yeah. totally
1: different characters I, I I I see them as like two separate entities they're oh, like yeah. They're both born from the same source material, but I think the Mm -hmm. TV show more follows the graphic novel than the Mm -hmm. film, but the film lends a lot of the design aspects to the TV show. So you get the same sort of claustrophobic feeling that you have in the film and, you know, the different designs of the cars. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like about the TV show is at the beginning of every episode, you get they tell you how many cars are in Snowpiercer and it changes if they, like, if something happens and they have to, like, oh. get rid of a car or something like that. It That all oh. changes. Yeah. yeah Which okay. you don't really get a concept of in the movie because in the movie I they kind of, like, run through. Yeah. Well, the, the
4: got, movie, like... they, they don't show the whole train. They can't. I mean, the movie, how long was it? It was two hours and, like, six mm-hmm. minutes long or something yeah. like that. It was very and long. apparently, yeah, it was very long, but i mean i'm gonna be honest going i'd seen this movie before i the chelsea and sydney hadn't right you guys had yeah, yeah yeah had And so the, i had seen it before i remembered really liking it but i remember being deeply depressed by it and it being yeah. really long and i was like oh god <laughs> i can't handle this but i was like i have to watch it because i have to be prepared because we have christian coming on um <laughs> and so I, I have to do this earlier than i normally would but like for two tuna a two-hour movie two hour and six minute movie excuse me um it, it's pretty well paced for me at least um mm-hmm.
1: it slows down a little bit before you get into the like explosive ending yeah But you kind of need that because it's like go 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 the whole way through
4: it's a lot and of information
1: totally yeah. but I just don't think they would be able to run through like a thousand train cars in one day like that would take multiple days especially if you're fighting your way through and there's like the tv show gives you a better idea of really how many people are on this massive massive train whereas the movie it's like they kind of they're able to get from the tail to the to the front and through everybody but you you don't really get a concept that there's a lot of people on that train or that it's really lots of empty space
2: yeah
3: lots of empty space for sure
4: and um I watched it with my boyfriend Adam and Adam was like where the hell do all these people sleep like we never see a mm-hmm. sleep car for the for the fancy people in the front even you know we we understand where the tailies are they even called tailies in the movie I
1: wait th- i think so no. We are right oh I, I just, see this is where my knowledge is getting like smashed in
4: i literally That's deleted fine. we or just the tail memory
1: just the tail, <laughs> the tail. yeah
4: so tailie is tally. fine
0: i
2: think
4: it's fine it's fine it's fun to say um because the we, tailies we know where they sleep because it's the same place that they live but like at, we see all these other cars there's like one car where it looks like maybe one lady sleeps but like there's hundreds of people so i think they they skip a lot and they they had mm-hmm. to because apparently there was this huge fight between uh the director bong joon ho who is incredible um i mean he did parasite he's incredible mm-hmm. i love him absolutely um but him, he, he had a huge fight with the Weinstein's um, about the runtime of the movie.
1: <laughs> that was one other thing. When I when I saw the Weinstein Company come up, like the logo come up at the very beginning uh, of the film, I really like shuddered and cringed.
0: Uh, and that's a problem joke. with watching
1: so many. And and, and like, ugh, I, uh, they produced good movies. Like there was really, yeah, some, you know Oscar winners and stuff like that that came out of that Screen company. Three, but etc. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no way that you can you know, uh, you cannot but think of Harvey Weinstein when you see that logo and it just- Oh yeah. Uh, I'd would such love a to know
3: what his influence was on this film too, because there was like a specific shot in here that they really fought over that like made headlines, especially after Bong Jun ho won his Oscars. Um, that was about the fish scene. um because Bong Joon-ho really wanted to include the fish scene in this movie and Harvey Weinstein was like no we want action 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 um and so Bong Joon-ho was like my father was a fisherman and it's important to me and then Harvey Weinstein was like wow family I understand and then Bong Joon-ho was like fuck that guy my dad was not a fisherman I love to lie um, I what? love
1: that I love
3: I that. that That's <laughs> amazing. also do you think it was the scene where the fish is getting gutted or the scene where Chris Evans slips on the fish in
2: the middle of a fight scene or or the sushi scene yeah the (laughs) The sushi sushi scene scene. and the aquarium which i love an aquarium so i would also want to keep that in the movie oh (laughs) yeah i love a good aquarium and that's a
1: great aquarium
2: oh yeah
4: i one time this is that you want to know problematic fact about me i don't tell people this i went to see world world as a child um, the pod already knows about it. I wow, went to SeaWorld Camp shame. as a child because I was a bad person. Um, And I didn't know. I didn't You're know about Blackfish about hadn't come yet. out yet.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> but anyway, part of that, we got to sleep under one of those like uh, like tube got- parts of an aquarium. Mm-mm.
1: Nope. I walked through those. There's no <laughs> sleeping under one of those. Are you crazy? I
4: slept under one of them and it was so sick. <laughs>
1: Says a lady would... with like haunted dolls, Avenue Q dolls. Sure, sure, I can sure, sure, sure,
4: sure. I didn't make that choice, Christian. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> it was thrust
3: okay. upon me. He slept under an aquarium one day, and that chain of events yeah.
2: rolled well, down the line. People having haunted dolls in
3: yeah. your basement, Monica. Mm-hmm. Oh, to yeah.
4: World,
2: Monica. They're gonna that's get true. you. <laughs>
4: are they? Are the are the puppets haunted <laughs> by like the ghost of Shamu or something like that? Is that what it is? Oh, Don't say that.
1: Shamu. Shamu poor Shamu. anyway
0: <laughs> Fish. anyway um,
1: no I, sea world I, on well I guess it's kind of a sea world in that aquarium but they needed to maintain car. they needed to maintain those species yes. so yeah. you know it's kind of important
4: it's the
3: arc it's yeah. arc. you know what can can we skip to the end for a second um yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's it's no fine. rules on this podcast. There's no rules. Here's
3: the thing. Um so there was I read an article about the end because at the end we only see two people and a polar bear. Um and apparently people on Reddit who were um like to be sad maybe were like they're going to get eaten by that polar bear immediately. <laughs> this is a sad ending. Um and then Bong Joon-ho is like no, it's a happy ending. But what he said also didn't seem that like (laughs) ideal to me because it sounded like he's relying on those two people to repopulate the earth
1: yeah Um, that's not a good yeah
3: no that that was was my immediate Um, immediate thought i was i was
1: i was shocked like how many cars bit it on in the end of that film i didn't remember that at all like the majority like a a lot of people there might be some people who are still alive but a lot of them definitely died a terrible death at the end of that film
4: they fell into a ravine. Yeah.
1: And exploded. They were like, <laughs> exploded.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So but said... those
1: two people are are dead for sure. I you think I, I have to agree with these Reddit uh uh pessimists. Wow, a hater. Because I well I I filmed um, a film up in the Arctic last year. Uh no, okay. sorry, November of twenty what was the shit year? 2020. Oh, no, the last three have been shit. Yeah, that's right.
4: Yeah. What was um, the shit yeah. year? Come on. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I was lucky enough to, to work on a sci-fi horror action film up in the Arctic um, in November Ooh. of 2020. It's called Slashback. It, I think it's going to be um coming out this year um
3: Ooh. yeah it's uh
1: it's it's really really fucking cool and uh it takes place up in Nunavut in Canada so it's it's actually like wow. a day's walk to the Arctic Circle so we were like way Ooh. out there and I got to like snowmobile on the tundra like in the snow and shoot in the snow all day it was it was an insane filming experience one of the most fun but like so That's nuts so like cool there was no like we were outside in the arctic all day in the snow in november but that was like fall weather for them and it was uh i don't know in fahrenheit it was minus 20 degrees celsius so for them they're like this isn't bad this isn't really yeah crazy uh winter yet but um but one thing i didn't know i went out for a walk late mm-hmm. at night uh my i was billeting with an inuit couple that lived in this this um tiny fly-in town like you fly in and land on ice basically wow. uh, and snow and ice it's crazy you
4: have firsthand experience with the setting this is our, this. yeah totally this is directly oh totally viable.
0: okay keep going and so Sorry.
1: and so this um my, my billet that I was staying with um he was like oh you should go for a walk tonight um there's no clouds in the sky and I think the moon will be really nice um just walk out past town no, on like this nice road and look up it's gonna be gorgeous so I was like okay took me 10 minutes to suit up with like full snow gear and everything like many layers Mm -hmm. and I go tromping out of town and I take this kind of abandoned road that goes into the dark to uh a snowed over campsite basically Mm -hmm. um that you can only really use in the summer and for like the couple months of summer and so I walked out and I'm looking up at the stars and they're so gorgeous and this is like my first night that I was staying in 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 the arctic and it was really really freaking cold but the moon was gorgeous and big and taking up so much of the sky and then all of a sudden the northern lights just burst (gasps) above my head and just came out and I was by myself and I was trying to text other people who were on the production being like the northern lights are here You got to get outside. The Northern Lights are here. And it was so cold that my fingers wouldn't register on my touch screen of my iPhone. <laughs> oh so there was God. only like every other letter or every three letters that would come out.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and so uh, nobody was able to get the text messages. And I was just standing there watching the Northern Lights above me. I took or many pictures. I, took, I was able to get like iPhone cameras actually do very well in the Arctic. No,
3: apparently. they don't. That's oh. a lie. Mine I have can never great take a photos. I'm
1: telling you, it really worked out. <laughs> And um, the next day I was telling my cast and, I was, uh, like, uh, and the crew and I was, how, how thrilling it was. And mm-hmm. one of the local guys there was like, well, did you have a gun with you? And I was like, what? He's like, did you have <laughs> a rifle? This like is no, I sports. didn't have a What's rifle. I'm just going for a, a walk. Oh, and I know. Like there's polar bears everywhere. What are you doing, going out? And I was like, no one told hey, me to take a gun. Nobody told me my billet. He didn't give me his rifle. He's got rifles because they go hunting all the time. Mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. where, where was my rifle? Nobody gave me Did a rifle. Like Could have gotten you? eaten by it. I mean, he didn't know me at that point, so maybe, maybe he was, he was like,
3: to, yeah, yeah, maybe it's a trap.
0: I'm just
4: picturing you having this like life affirming, like, oh, totally. I was
0: crying. I was like, this is so (laughs) beautiful.
4: basking in the earth's yeah. glow like wow we're all connected by the sky and there's a polar bear watching you being like should <laughs> i like, we're also
3: connected by the world in the sky though maybe maybe you were safe because the polar bear felt in that moment the i mean that sounds like a very the like the world
1: that sounds like a very la influencer answer right. to that
3: situation <laughs> but <the> wow regret- <laughs>
1: But the practical reality is These things will fucking eat you The first chance they get And they were saying like last week Before we came there A polar bear had wandered into town And they had to shoot it And I was like Oh this is a very oh. real place Where people can die in an instant okay. Whether it's from the extreme cold Or from fucking polar bears That are just in nature out there Like you are not an apex predator Up in the Arctic You are just trying to fucking survive
3: Yeah Crazy. I read an article like two days ago about bear attacks in New Hampshire. And so frankly, like bears will get you wherever. Um, sure. But also I choose to exist and and believe that this is a world where maybe this polar bear was born after everything else went to shit and it doesn't have any experiences of other people around and if you saw a human person for the first time um, I mean, and yeah. you're a polar bear no if look, <laughs> if i'm a person and i saw an alien for the first time i would not attack i would keep my distance because i don't know what's going on over there and the polar bear doesn't know what's going on with me especially if i'm in a big fur coat maybe it thinks i'm also a bear all right so like let's just leave some space for this maybe reality
4: Maybe. hour global warning yeah, but... the polar bears are starving to death it is yep. I'm so... you're lucky to be alive yeah.
0: Christian. Yep. <laughs> I
1: mean listen listen it's hopeful in the sense that we've seen you know take it back to like Jurassic Park life found a way like there's other yeah. species that are existing in the world oh, that's very reference. hopeful but those those two humans are dead if it's not from the polar well, bear it's from the cold they have no food they have no shelter how thing. are they going to propagate like how it's
3: it's done to- they've They're, got a lot done. of humans are they done. Can
1: eat. <laughs> if that car didn't go into the chasm
3: prepared for eating
4: <laughs> right. also like let's think about it do we want the? i want them to survive obviously that's the cutest little boy i've ever seen and i freaking love that girl what's her character's name yona yona i love her she's so funny and i love that actress too if you've mm-hmm. seen um, The Host, which I is also I love The Host. Bong. It's oh so my good. God. Oh God. I just saw it for the time. I have to give to that a
1: rewatch. Yeah, oh. you guys should definitely do that one on the pod. You can come it's one of the best that, monster episode. films out there.
4: <laughs> it's uh, very emotional too. And it's just, and it's funny. And it also has uh, the actor who plays not Na- Nam. Is that, mm-hmm. I think yeah, 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 yeah. He, he uh, loves that guy. Like, he was
3: in oh, yeah. too. Good. He's yeah. so good.
1: He's so good.
4: It's the same thing like and Christian Hosean. was saying. Why wouldn't yeah. you want to work with your friends? He's homies with these yeah. people, so. True. True. Um, but I had a point. What was I saying? Does anyone know? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you were was... saying
3: that you're oh. so excited. Oh, I Everyone's gonna make it. Uh, no, no 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 no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no!
4: How dare you try to insert <laughs> this cute
1: kid and, yeah, you're don't like insert optimism kid. in Love this.
4: It. Yeah. Okay, but like, let's go real dark here. Like, what will the human race look like if? It's just two people who create the whole rest of the human race. That's a lot of not good. Like, If Not that's good. A, a lot good. of Bible.
3: The human race already started with Adam and Eve, etc. So can you stop wow.
4: trying to bring religion into this? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, although the teacher, the
3: the schoolroom, that was so unbelievably terrifying Sunday school stuff in there. That was Allison a totally Pill. Yeah, Allison stuff.
1: Pill. She's amazing. Oh, Such a good actor.
3: Is. So great. I yeah. mean, that's
4: yeah i just so many
1: good amazing actors in this film also this film very early on teaches you that no one is safe and that even big star names are gonna get the fucking like killed off so quickly it's nobody is safe
4: it's amazing i mean the thing is there's so many big name actors in this that they're gonna have to die because almost every single person is like I mean, Octavia Spencer, Chris mm-hmm. Evans, Tilda Tilda Swinton, Tilda,
1: Swinton. Oh, Tilda in this.
4: Oh my God, her character. Where's her is so spinoff funny. film?
1: I would just watch a like a prequel of just her character running around doing stuff.
4: And He's I just right think or. it's so fucking yeah. funny that literally that character, you could have just picked her up and dropped her into a Wes Anderson film. She's dressed for <laughs> the part. Absolutely. Got the She's
1: yeah.
2: ready for Wes's next film like the accent is on so point distracting for oh. me i just kept staring at her teeth the entire time i was just like Shh. and I it was so why. interesting because i was like what a character choice that they've made for her
3: no it's not a character choice that they made for tilda swinton the actress it was an in-universe choice that someone made for those dentures they created for her Ugh. she pops them yeah. out those are not attached to her body
1: wait she like, pops them out where did
4: yeah, I miss it? So weird.
0: Sure when did she pop them out?
3: There,
4: it's know. like, I think it might be in the like part of the scene where she first gets caught. Um, and I don't know if she's trying to like humanize herself and be like, Look, I'm not perfect. My teeth aren't real. But like real. she just kind of takes them out for a second. And how did really I miss upsetting. that? Was that like texting oh, or something in. at that time? Maybe. Oh my
1: god.
3: It was right after the part where they were like, Wilford likes kids. And I was like, because um, I was scared about what that meant. Yeah, um, of course. And then she does the whole the reality. You know, you won't harm back. your own people. Yeah. Too bad you couldn't save your second in command. What's his name? Edgar. And then she pops oh. her teeth out. And I was like, what right. is happening and why? That, that I'm going to go back
1: and watch that moment.
0: And then it that sounds right
3: great. Into, how can I lead if I have two good arms, which like the payoff was <laughs> worth it. But I really rewound that line five times to be like, am I missing a word? Yeah. What's going on here? This... I just, well, that's a long the thing for that one,
4: be- this movie we talked about. It's very long, but it's like also like not long enough to create this entire world for me. And so mm-hmm. there are things that they just kind of like, are like, this is how it is. um, And they don't explain it. And because of that, like very serious things that happened in the film made me laugh. Um, And they're very serious, very upsetting things. It's,
1: it's so goofy. It's a really it's so goofy, goofy, goofy film. It yeah, I, I forgot. I didn't realize that. A yeah. It's
2: yeah. A he slips on the fish. I'm not over it. it. What, what was the point of the fish? Like
1: was someone going to get slapped with the fish? Yeah, like,
2: right? like, like they, the
1: way I took it was this was like some sort of a poisonous fish and they were like running their blades through the blood of the fish so that they would get this poison that would like kill people. That was the only thing that I could like logically work around with the fish.
4: I forgot when the fish was and now I remember. Or is it just extra dirty? It will give them a disease when they get cut with it. I thought or
1: is it maybe just like it was something like- dirty, like gross. Here you got some animal, like just add insult to injury.
3: Or was something it like freaky. this, there are so many revolts. Every few years we have a revolt. We later learned that's like by design, um, just to keep the population down. But were they just being like, this is such an everyday event for us that you guys are rising up in revolt right now. We will literally not even stop butchering our fish.
2: Or they could have been like, Look at us in uh, the not end of the train. We can just cut a fish to slice you up with because we have a fish. Oh yeah,
4: they're like <laughs> you haven't seen a fish in eighteen years, yeah. and we're just gonna fuck Do around with know it what to it upset is? you. Yeah, psychological warfare. Yeah, <laughs> could <Very> be effective. <laughs> Very strange. That, that scene is is so insane. Um, the fight scene. I know we're jumping all around but welcome to spooky Tuesday um (laughs) that's the fight car just like is so that that one felt like a graphic novel to me or like more yeah yeah the way it was lit it kind Mm -hmm. of looked like it was drawn and the masks and And then the like darkening
1: everything out and then you would just get slits of light here and there and like catch little things it was really cool
3: apparently really cool. um, the lighting in that film like exclusively came from the torches like they didn't
2: use any external lighting for that wow. scene cool. that, that trivia, scene was so cool
1: yeah I love that they did them that
2: running with the Total. torches I was like okay this is badass
0: yeah
4: and so sad too that Chris Evans uh, Curtis had to choose to like move forward Oof. and get Tilda get Mason aka Tilda instead of save
1: the mission His was more important right
4: hand man yeah that's the thing the mission is more important because it's for the
1: it's for saving humanity
4: everyone which makes sense in that moment it makes so much sense because it's like to save humanity and it's a but horrible here's the choice thing to make
1: he was wrong yeah no one oh, yeah. on this train is worth saving Everybody has so debauched themselves in some some form that they have like removed their humanity from them, whether it's people in the tail having to eat other people to survive Mm -hmm. or people in the front ignoring people in the back and living these crazy debauched lives. Like no one seems to be worthy of being saved when you actually get like the huge twist that they've been eating each other in the back or they like in the tail for a long time. You kind of learn, like, and you kind of see where Chris Evans makes the choice to just say "fuck it, we don't deserve to live, all of us are gonna die," and tries oh, to yeah. literally derail the human race or what's left yeah. of it. Literally,
3: literally. literally. <laughs> literally. I <laughs> <laughs>
1: pun intended. Yes, you're right. <laughs>
3: Let's take a moment for derail. I, I don't that. even think that was um, a pun. That
1: was I made it literal. So, um,
3: but I liked thing... it, whatever it was. <laughs> I, I agree with you at the point of view of the end of the movie um and I agree less in that um (laughs) let me let me break it down because from from the cannibalism point like yeah obviously don't eat anybody or babies especially um and especially don't like kill mommies so you can rip the babies out of their hands and eat them because they have the tenderest little flesh um but
0: oh god
3: in terms of gotta cook dinner after this (laughs) <laughs> I hope it's delicious. Um, in terms of survival and and the people in the town, what they had to do to survive, it is obviously awful. Um, but but. The the point where it becomes like, yeah, I'm prepared to damn the whole train is when you realize that those sacrifices that you made in the past for humanity to continue living are not sacrifices that exist solely in the past. It's a sacrifice you have to continue to make as you bring fresh, new, malnourished five-year-olds to the front of the train to work down in the gears. Like that to me is the point where it's like, whatever is in the past, previous to that moment, awful, can't explain it or apologize for it or whatever but there's room to go forward when you realize that you have to continue the sacrifice to me is when it goes that's not worth it
1: right right
3: yeah I. that is so
1: dark having kids that actually run the train it's like so it's why kids go missing on the trains because we got to use them to like their tiny little hands to to
3: like pull clean out gunk out out, and then
1: they just die eventually and then they got to replace get replaced it's so crazy
4: it's so crazy. And then it's also just so depressing. Like this is the entire movie. Uh, Curtis is receiving these weird little bullets with little red pieces of paper in them with like hints, you know, on what to mm-hmm. do. And it's all fucking by design. It's by design from Wilford, beautifully played by Ed Harris, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, But like, it's all him. He is the puppet master. And he he's the puppet master with Gilliam, aka John Hurt in the back. And it's
2: just, oh my god. Like Chris Evans is like his mentor, his like whole person he like looks up to. Also
1: ate his arm. Also ate part of his mentor. Yeah.
2: Willingly given on him a little bit.
3: Yeah.
1: Willingly given instead of
3: and a, a leg. we can assume unless the leg went some other way but he is missing an arm and a leg
1: I can't imagine John Hurt being very delicious that's stringy that is some stringy
3: meat
4: <laughs> how dare you say that about I'm John just Hurt. saying he's lovely people but love he
1: jerky. he smoked his whole life you can hear it in his voice he probably <laughs> s- just tasted like mesquite wood
3: <laughs> people, people like love barbecue sm- love it. <laughs> okay yeah Mesquite's
4: really in right now <laughs> But I, I think the I, I agree with you, Christian, about like he, he, the humans aren't worth saving. It's because they've tried so hard to save humanity by creating this like enclosed ecosystem that like feeds itself literally um, that like they lost the essence of humanity.
1: And they had also previously tried hey, to hey, save hey, the man. world, like the, the the global warming going on in the oh, world by cooling the, the world, TV. firing stuff, yeah, into the atmosphere. Like, humans are can just we, fucking it up at every single can turn. Can we
4: talk about Classic green light in that <laughs> It's so fucking funny to me that they're like, of course, like we finally have to do something about global warming finally, because it's like doomsday, baby. And we just fuck it royal and freeze the earth. We go the complete opposite direction. But like Um,
1: we do shit like that in the world. Like I remember for the Beijing Olympics, because the smog was so bad, they were like firing stuff into the clouds to try and help make Make things disperse or make it rain or like ease off the smog. (laughs) for the Olympics so that like people visiting would get a better impression of like how the environment was in in Beijing like we do crazy shit like that like it's only a matter of time until someone does something like that
3: yeah I did love how they revealed it all um, in an audio overlay as they're like panning around it was very 13 ghosts um Mm. a a through line to 13 ghosts a clear reference a clear Um, reference Mm -hmm. And to Mm -hmm. a clear
1: reference to Matthew Matthew Lillard as well, of course.
3: As all things are, yeah.
4: The spirit is with us always. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What if you
1: got him on the podcast? What would happen if you got him on the podcast?
4: That is the uh, ultimate goal, but.
1: Does he know that you guys exist? You tag him in everything. No, no, no,
4: no, no. We tag him in everything, we do. Um, If I ever
1: meet him, if I ever meet him, I'm, I will, I will have to tell him about this podcast,
3: please. Okay, we'll, make we it like, we'll tell him you said hi.
1: Okay, yeah. please, please do.
3: My
4: therapist met him and I'm so jealous. <laughs> but you shouldn't he,
1: have that information that your therapist is not supposed to divulge information okay, well, like that.
0: Hey, I was telling her about the podcast.
1: Okay, I was telling her enough.
4: about the segment on the podcast and she was like, oh, I met him one time and he was really nice. And I was like, what? Tell me everything. But if you do meet him, please, you know, you know, tell him that we're very chill and very cool and that it's very so chill.
0: chill.
1: Very yeah. chill, super chill. Got it. Um,
3: you <laughs> got, got it. it. I know you know. We it. would not make it weird at all. Make that clear. Yeah. I think you already I'll- have. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we oh you mean we have made it clear that we would not be weird yeah obviously yeah 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 that's it, yeah, that's, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah uh-huh. and that's it mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: of course yeah Fine.
3: I can
4: surprisingly be chill in front of people that I have talked about for hours at length recorded on the internet um so I could do Great. it we could all sure. do it.
1: Yeah. We're being so
4: normal to you, aren't we?
1: So normal. So normal.
4: Yeah. I believe him when he says that. So me too. Yeah. Nobody nobody has him
3: on gunpoint over here. And why would he lie to us?
1: No one has him on (laughs) gunpoint. I just did a move that nobody listening to the podcast will see or understand. We do
3: that literally all the time. It's fine. And maybe we'll we pull clips for social. So maybe that could be Well, there you go. We'll I don't know that it. it will be, but it might be. No,
1: it's not it worth it. It's, it's. I thought that. it was
3: pretty funny, so we'll think about it. <laughs>
4: okay.
1: That's a no. In this business, that means no. We'll call you, as they say.
4: <laughs> okay, you know gonna... I As someone who always puts in visual uh, bits into the pod that no one ever sees, I respect it, and I will do my best as the person who chooses the oh video to choose that, so <laughs> okay. there you go. Monica okay. dresses
3: on theme almost every week.
4: I yes. literally brought... Just in case, a fur coat, um, to have next <laughs> to me in case I needed it as a prop, because there's so many fur coats in this movie. I could
1: use that right now because the heat isn't really working in my apartment, and it is winter in Montreal right now. It is very cold in here.
4: Oh my We're God, suffering. you're really you're committing your too coat. much to the film. You're experiencing. I really feel it. it. Yeah, I'm really Dedicated.
1: experiencing it. I went to the Arctic so I could talk on this podcast about my experience.
3: Knew that's
2: why you did that movie. That's okay, why, why i was really it. planning ahead. But yeah. I yeah. want to know: Are you dedicated enough to live off a diet of bug jelly? Like- I really want to. I
1: really want to try it. I really want to try, try one of those bars.
0: Tilda
3: Swinton like, apparently it's liked so, it. So
1: yeah, it looks like it's just like it's probably got some sugar and gelatin in it. It like uh, it I think the prop tasted good. Yeah, I bet the prop tasted nine- good, but. I wonder like in on the train, like, do they add some sugar or some sweetener to it to try and cover up the bug taste? That's like, you can buy protein powder these days made from crickets. Like that's, this is a thing that crickets? people buy well, here's that, the thing. that you can like drink a protein shake. This is me shaking your protein thing, by the way, uh, <laughs> not something else, but you know, people drink that shit <laughs> because
4: I have eaten it's many a good bugs. source of protein. I've eaten a okay. lot of bugs when giving a- Okay, well all right. You've eaten a lot of bugs too when you're asleep, but I've chosen to Oh it.
1: god, don't uh, tell me this. Don't tell me that.
3: Let's <laughs> you know the, wait, wait. the spiders.
4: A okay, well oh. it t- like it's, it's not like it's like you taste it and you're like that's a bug, you know? Uh, <laughs> it just tastes like usually whatever it's seasoned with. It's like okay, Yeah, like barbecue
1: or something. Yeah. yeah. Salty, I think I've had a few like crickets.
2: Had, yeah. They're good. They're
1: fried. Fine. They, they disappear in your mouth. They turn into dusty, crunch crunchy. Them. Crunch yeah.
2: We used to make mealworm cookies at school every uh, year.
1: What, what school <laughs> yeah. did you go to and why?
2: <laughs> I'm from the South. So, okay. uh, you know,
1: <laughs> is are, are mealworms a thing in the South that people eat? Like this is out um, of necessity. They we
2: would have always... grocery stores. The school would kind of do it to be like, look, you can eat bugs, and you can buy millworms and like grind them up and mix them in with your flour, and make like a nice like protein chocolate chip like protein chocolate chip cookie. I'd try it. And so it was like fifth grade. We all made mealworms. Try it. it. Come on. I would. Okay. Like a chocolate chip cookie.
3: Wow. They, okay, so protein, protein? sludge confirmed tastes like chocolate chip cookies. What are they complaining about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's fine. Um,
1: it looks good. It looks like Jello. It
3: looks
4: like a fruit leather. Yeah, and yeah, it's and it's made by that nice guy Paul, who
2: seems a little wild, Sweet but Paul. we like him. Sweet Paul. Sweet Paul. Uh, they weren't got... getting enough fruits or veggies, though. I think. No, they're so it was they're probably all protein, they all have scurvy for so, sure. Like. Mm. Maybe that's why Chris skirpy. Evans was so yeah. upset. He Do you was take a like, lot of oh, dumps
1: protein. with that stuff? Like, will that, like, what are the latrine situations like in the tale?
4: Yeah, we don't see bathrooms. No potty. No. They must dive like... into that in the show, right? Where are the potties yeah. on the show? <laughs> Where are the
1: potties on the show? i trying to think if I have any scenes on the can. No, but I should have.
3: shocked to hear that. I well, text him have. right now. Text Graham. Hey, I where will. the potties? Yeah, I'd be
1: like... The
2: bestie, where are the potties? Yeah, I'll I can't remember. Potties.
1: You, <laughs> y'all take dumps on the train?
2: It's they so would just jettisoned it out.
1: They would just do shoot it use... out into the snow, I'm guessing. Or do, do they have to really use it for use
3: it? fuel or something.
1: Yeah. Earth, like to grow vegetables in. Oh, oh Everything wow. gets I recycled, right?
4: Yeah, because I was thinking um I well okay my first thought was do they open up the little shaft where they put your arm also to later chop it off and you just shoot it out,
3: out i think here? you put your that butt hole, against so that hole oh. put yeah. your butt against it and they just shoot it out it takes seven yeah. minutes for andy's arm to freeze solid that they can smash it with a hammer just like in jason x um but it takes oh. seven minutes i just think if you are having a a tough poo, which I imagine you probably would if you're only eating oh, those bars. Sludge. Yeah, I guess that's so. That's not. There's no way that's the solution because your, your, butt, your butthole you would lose bar. it.
2: Yeah, yeah. right. There's not butthole. enough fiber that in point. those bars. Everybody's um, constipated. And, and they need the people who are shooting tail end it out for balance. Yeah. Diarrhea or constipation. No, yeah, I'm there's no, there's no. Yeah,
1: there's no perfect dumps on that. I'm so I'm glad, glad we're side. diving
2: into this. It's, <laughs> it's really so important, the
1: but these are the practical is. things. These are the practical things that we need to cover.
3: This i also, is a horror movie, and we needed to really underlie just how horrifying it is. Mm-hmm. And, and they I smell
0: what they
4: so want. bad. Yeah, I was honestly Coop, talk happy. <laughs> When I saw that it was cockroaches that they're turning into the the sludge, because I misremembered this movie and the matrix and thought it was like dead people guts or whatever, like whatever you find out in the matrix.
1: Or that classic Um, horror film, Soylent Green, where it turns out everybody's mm -hmm. eating other people. You're just making Soylent Green as people. Also, they have a food source that you can buy on the internet called soylent that's like a protein what? mix why would they i don't do know that? why Bro. they called it that <laughs> like,
4: Lisa, i have had Adam that cosplay you
1: have it of no, course you have well, it no i of didn't buy okay, it
4: christian you think i'm a psychopath but i did go to i went to this really weird music festival <laughs> 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 I'm <making laughs> a great impression i went to this weird music festival that was like very pretentious in Arcosanti Arizona and you had to like apply like and, and talk about who you are to get in anyway I knew oh someone who was I knew someone <laughs> and they delicious. got me and that's the only reason I made it but it was like one of the sponsors was Soylent this this company and so they just gave it to you every day and we we had was some that the only
1: food you could get at the festival was all, Soylent? Was all
4: you could live off of no they had yeah. other food they're it's good. made they had make from profit. people. Uh, well, Definitely it wasn't that good. Um, sorry, Soylent. Damn, lost another. Wow,
3: well, sabotaging our own potential future advertisers.
4: I'd rather eat a cricket than have that again. So, there you go.
3: Um, That's fair. Okay, wait. There is. I. I'm bringing it back to the end because I actually didn't make the point that I was trying to make before you guys got oh, yeah. really off topic talking about how things are sad. Um, <laughs> I choose to believe that there first of all obviously there's as discussed a lot of areas of the train that we didn't see maybe on a mysterious second level i don't know and we're just getting some weird perspective shots that make it look like it's not that tall um but there's got to be beds somewhere there's got to be livestock somewhere because we Mm -hmm. saw like chickens hanging up and we saw like big sides of beef yeah like a very fake looking sides of beef yeah. That came from somewhere. There's a cow somewhere on this train. Yeah, there's um,
1: that get you. They get into that in the TV show. Actually, uh, there is a cattle car that you see at one point. Cow car. Cattle car. <laughs> um,
3: but but maybe some of those animals are like, first of all, distraction for the polar bear. Second of all, um, a food source for the people. So. I choose to believe that there's a lot of potential. Bong Joon-ho said his quote was, um, actually it's not in this quote, but basically he said that there are possible survivors other than those two that just wasn't within the scope of what the camera was going to show you and what was Mm -hmm. going to go in the movie. But as the director, and again, I mean, the art is the canon. so like you you can believe whatever you want if you want to be sad, Christian. Um, But... I choose to. Claim I'm just his matching Monica's opinion on
1: things. That's all.
3: What? I'm going. Don't, I'm don't going with Monica's pessimism. Um, you guys can go do your own thing, and I'll be over here. Um, <laughs> I, I, he said, there's space for a lot more survivors, and I choose to believe that there are cows now in the world, and also the just girl like at the end are Are there,
4: are there <laughs> fur coats for the fucking cows? There? <laughs> yeah
3: that are furry and um you would what know is that the, the likelihood cows. that the um, cows
4: that they had in chicago are a high yeah, like, no, yeah exactly cow. like a, cow, a scottish
1: oh, cow we, with all that
3: they could have started somewhere with furry cow. I don't it's know not furry the
1: ark they don't have Here's like two thing. of every animal
3: <laughs> yeah tell me, you read some, the ark
1: from your bible <laughs> i
3: it's not my bible um <laughs> anyway the the main person who was leading the seven-person revolt where they went out into the snow. She was Inuit, she was one of the cleaning ladies. Um, the dad, Nam, said that she taught him everything about like snow and survival out in the snow and stuff. And this was not in the movie, um, but the filmmakers per IMDb trivia at least say that she is the mom of Yona. Um, so I think there's oh. a good chance that there was a lot of like cultural survival heritage passed down. Um, and sort of like the know- polar
1: bear in the polar bear wanting to eat humans the first yeah, time yeah, it yeah. sees them.
3: No, that's different because polar bears because that's talk. no, but that's um, like passed down. That's
1: like you know, nature versus yeah, that's, nurture.
4: Here's that's the in that, their blood to kill. Yeah. Um, I still love polar bears. I, don't wrong. They're,
3: they're so cute, that,
1: but so cute.
3: Can't hug those. Them, no? These two populations oh. have lived. Um, not necessarily in harmony, but on the same planet within the same geographical spaces before, and they may again. Um, And I think that, you know, her mom went out into the snow. It was too cold then, but as the dad tells us, the snow is melting. We can see more and more of that crashed plane um, I think the cultural knowledge might get her somewhere and the other survivors somewhere this time around. I choose to believe because otherwise it's just a very sad movie, and then I'm very sad.
2: And they have fur coats and they have fur coats. yeah, and, they have boots and they have boots with the fur boots How with the fur? That fur coat that if fur only there was a club
1: looking at, at her
2: <laughs> there is a club <laughs> looking there at her.
1: was a club this car, but that went amazing. down into the chasm that went the that probably car. like went down to the chasm. When and that had two it. floors on it. There was a staircase there, and they had a second, oh, yeah. like an upper deck.
4: Okay, biggest twist. They were, twist
1: they were of
4: the whole movie. For me, is when uh-huh. the cool club car, all the cool party people, they Our turned. Neighbors? They did a one eighty, yeah. and they turned
2: into murders. What yeah, drugs were they doing? That seems. They were like doing club that kids, weird though.
1: drug. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Maybe. true.
2: Club Maybe kids that's are vicious right? Like, I would not. Uh, club kids would throw hands. That checks out for me. <laughs> I just and love- I feel like you could easily rally a whole car of drunk people to be like, get them! And then everyone would be like, yeah!
3: Fair, fair, they fair, stole fair. our I- drugs!
2: They stole our fur! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I
4: just, I liked the disco den. I also loved, I loved the disco cart. I love that they're there was a disco car. I also just love the aesthetic choices that they chose for like the fashion for everyone in the front, like the weird hairstyles. And it's like, God, I don't even know what era that That's is. That's the Mary. Euphoria car.
2: They oh, yes. all car. went to yeah. Utopia yes. High School. Definitely. And
4: you move past the club car and you go right into the conversation pit car, which I really love. Yeah. Um, the drug um, den. Also car. a drug yeah. den, but my first thought was conversation pits. I love conversation pits. <laughs> wow, the seventies
3: influences is I so really like, clear. Yeah, I like how
1: Wilford makes his utopian train, but he makes right at the front of the train, right before you get to the engine, just a drug den. Like an He's opium really den from like the Victorian era. Distract anyone
3: who might make it that far. He said, "You right. made it this far, but have you considered doing drugs?" Drugs, um, <laughs> and you know, I bet
2: that got a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody was going past the drug den. There's Maybe alcohol says, and like, music in private here, Army. Guys. Yeah. It was just, I'm frustrated
4: because Wilfred like thought of everything, he's created mm-hmm. a religion based around him in a series of fun informational videos. Many oh songs God. that I would like to know the lyrics to. Like, mm-hmm. you're so right, Alison Pill is just so funny. And that. that's one of the best scenes. It's like, and then a she gets a, shift.
1: a gun, she starts shooting, blasting people. Right? Just right? like, you look you pregnant belly, yeah, it's
3: incredible. incredible, where they pass yeah. out eggs. a cart <laughs> full of eggs
1: and then they just like bruh, 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 bruh.
4: okay that was the best part the egg the, i love that the egg man looked like an egg himself yes! <laughs> <laughs> i love a theme and that was really cool for me yeah uh, but like he thought through everything he had like he's created this whole ideology Blah 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 he's brainwashed everyone but he didn't notice that the drugs that everyone everyone is addicted to is an explosive
3: i guess he did realize but he was just like but they're gonna do the drugs so it doesn't matter
2: yeah they're not gonna not do the drugs they're
1: <laughs> yeah but i wouldn't trust people that drugged out with a bunch of explosives same they're- especially if they were like i better have a cigarette oh wait there's no cigarettes
3: there's- yeah they're That's exactly true Uh-oh. okay okay
1: okay um,
3: fair <laughs> Fit. They have like two matches in the entire course of the movie but I do wonder if there are other fire sources. Like clearly there's electricity, you, you know stuff. what I mean there's there's yeah. stuff going on.
4: Yeah, it just seems like a little bit of a hole in the master plan there, Wilford, to let uh, everybody have this kryptonite whatever. Well, I don't remember what it's called. It's called kryptonite.
0: From <laughs> kryptonite. Chronal. Chron- right? chronal, okay. yeah, chronal. Chronal. Okay, yeah, chronal. Okay, chronal. Okay, that's
4: cooler. That's cooler. Um just love it's just that, like, like if they just like meet it together but- it's over. But worse. I love,
3: Cornhole. I Cornhole so love
2: that uh <laughs> mm-hmm. when we see the matches, he has like two cigarettes left, and everybody's like, oh my God, cigarettes went extinct. But they're Marlboro lights of all the they, cigarettes. They uh, the That's worst the cigarettes. The, the worst maybe? cigarettes. Like, yeah. if you're gonna go out, the last two cigarettes on earth should be a Marlboro red like no God american interested. spirit
1: american spirit yellows please wait,
2: we'll wait what if you're some you're gonna these are not american hipster LA shit. Yeah. that's some hipster la shit Chris. Wait, what if it Listen, was
1: i was smoking those i quit 10 years ago so i i was smoking those before i went to la please i was on those american <laughs> spirits back then first of all any kids listening there. don't smoke don't, smoke, don't kids.
3: smoke you guys it's not cool there's like a, a smoking resurgence of people being like smoking looks so cool i want to have you guys seen
1: is this on the internet this
4: week no oh geez no did you is oh, it because uh gen z found out about camel crushes because what if the final cigarette God. was a camel crush <laughs> i,
1: I do want to try crushes. one of those i've never I had one those. they're
3: the awesome they're not they're bad, bad they are they're bad but they're awesome, awesome. they're I'm so the awesome good girl, so let's move on
1: that's the one where you like crush the filter and it's like and menthol then or whatever. And it's
4: menthol after that. Yeah. And oh, yeah. apparently little pieces of glass go into your lungs, which is fun. Um, I don't know if that's I true, believe but it. someone well, it's told fiberglass. me that.
1: I think it's fiberglass. fiberglass. Like the filters you should have not inhale that. In
4: that's bad no. for you. Christian. Well, I haven't in several I years. I don't. No, I haven't. Someone. It's
1: been 10 years since I've had it. a cigarette.
4: Mm.
1: It's been over 10 years.
4: Okay, there's there's so much that happens in this movie. What else do we want to talk about? I I want to talk about
3: the fact that somebody gets a shoe thrown at them. I liked that.
1: I love just Spud from Train Spotting having a shoe on his balancing on his head. I love that. Just he's so good at being goofy, and he's quite cartoonish in this film.
3: Yeah. And so it's Tilda. When the shoe becomes a, shoe a theme. Head, oh, too. totally!
1: It just becomes such a great theme. Being under someone's shoe.
3: Yeah. I mean, like that's being like we're the shoe, you're the shoe, we're the head. Shoes mm-hmm. don't go on heads, you stupid little bitch. Like shoes. That's <laughs> what so she on says. Heads. Essentially, uh-huh. she says, "I am a hat. You are a shoe. I belong on the head. You belong on the foot. Yes, so it is. That's the quote."
1: I think next season on Euphoria, they should wear shoes on heads. That's like the evolution of the wardrobe on that show.
4: Okay, HBO. If Sydney Sweeney does it, I'll it. do it too, so. <laughs> <I know. laughs> also, just want to put a little shine on Gray, the character, by far the sexiest person in the film for me. Oh, um, is that,
3: that's Luke Pasqualino?
4: Yeah, the mysterious- Wait, which one's Gray? He's the mysterious guy who's really fast at running and throwing knives. Oh yeah, and he has that say "die"
3: or "surrender." Hot Hot. for the for
1: for that (laughs) one revolution when he needs to use it.
3: Right. He said, "I'm ready whenever you guys are. I'll just be waiting."
1: Put me in, coach.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe he, you know, did something that had to do with that before. You know, the ice turned into a solid ice the world turned into a solid block of ice and he got that that nasty
1: saving private ryan death which is another movie that i watched recently where they where he gets like the slow knife into the heart just like that Mm -hmm. one guy there's a fight scene where that happens it's stuck with me still to this day and i that's like a 20 year old film but that's just always the worst death the slow knife to the heart while the guy's like watching the other person press it in oh brutal just brutal
4: that I something about like the slowness of it and you can like, mm-hmm. you don't see the piercing of the skin as much in this, but I've seen some other, de- I've seen some other deaths recently um, oh. with that. Um, and it triggers in my needle phobia. In film or in real life? In, that's not your business. In film. Okay, that's true. Film, that's true. Good film, point. In film, in film, in film, in film. Okay. Um, on the record, it was in film. Um, but there's something about that, that triggers my needle phobia. I feel like the slow piercing of a skin. I just can't do it. I watch a horror mm-hmm. movie. Every day I watch people's heads get chopped off, their heads explode. I don't bat an eye. A needle goes into skin. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I can't do it. For me, it's shaving on
1: on, on screen. When I see someone shaving, I'm like, no, 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 no. no, Because you know it's on there for a reason. Like they're going to do something with it. Even if they just Mm -hmm. make themselves and they're bleeding a little bit. Like Dracula, that. Scene when Jonathan Hawker, Keanu Reeves, is like shaving himself and he cuts himself and Dracula comes over and like takes the razor and like turns his head and licks it. Ugh. there's a lot of blood on that, that blade. It's very, guy. it's very sexy though. It's very yeah, sexy that's when
3: what I those were the
4: weird old about. Gary
1: Oldman does it for some reason.
4: Oh, oh. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys! This is Bram Stoker's Dracula, the one with yes. Winona and Keanu. That oh, I this watched. is the one you and it, watch, and you're like, "We have to do it." And I, just, oh, oh yeah, it's so good. Right now. It's batshit and amazing. I just okay. how have go. you
1: not done this this one yet? It's so only, good. there's
2: so many movies. Is the thing. <laughs> okay,
1: fair point. Fair point.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> it's on the list, though. Monica has made sure that it is on the list. It's we have it's more important really movies to do, one. like 47 one. Meters mm-hmm. Down on Cage
3: um <laughs> you really have to start with the prestige films like 47 meters down cage.
1: absolutely i understand i understand we
4: had to give sistine stallone her time okay
3: before That's... she was on yellow jackets which is now a phenomenon yeah i just oh, started it last night
1: i, I just watched it. the first episode
3: it's so, oh God, it's good. so good it's so good, it's I, have so to good get it. I love it show time subscription stallone, or something. 47 meters down on cage to yellow jackets pipeline
4: oh my God, am I going to have to eat my words? I made a lot of fun of her. I'm so sorry, Sistine.
3: You're going to love her in yellow jackets and you're going to feel terrible and you're going to write a formal apology.
4: Okay, I'm prepared to do that. I've been wrong before.
1: Chelsea, um, it just sounds like you're giving Monica orders here.
4: As it should she be. Is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, That's Christian, it. I appreciate that you tag teamed against me, or against me, with me <laughs> against Chelsea, um, to tell her that things actually are sad. No, um, they're not. I need that report. This that is support. dystopian.
1: Yeah, this is a dystopian. This
4: is end of dystopian. the world
1: film. There's not a lot of hope in it.
4: And also, just like based on some of the other movies I've seen that Bong has done, like mm-hmm. he's not trying to give you hope in the end a lot of the time. Like a little bit, maybe a little bit yeah no, and what he
1: says in interviews you can't believe because he loves to lie that's true people- he does
4: love to lie no he's a beautiful liar oh he's uh-huh. so good at it he's I love so it. good at it he can lie to me any day wow. um, any day okay what um, other what other things should we discuss here oh
2: okay uh which one of the carts was your favorite cart okay here's a quick review um I wrote down
3: 17. I may have missed some, um, but what we saw from tail to front is the tail. There's a quarantine area we kind of skip past. There's the prisons. There's another car, which is the one where they have windows and a little more space for their beds. Is that the barracks? Um, That's the barracks yeah, for the yeah.
1: jackboots. Yeah.
3: Oh, oh maybe. Okay. Um, and then we get the water car, the garden car, the aquarium car the school car there's a bunch of cars with like a tailor in it and a salon in it but and then there's a pool car yeah um then there's the sauna car the one that's all yellow oh, um, that was yeah. such a beautiful gorgeous.
4: scene
0: yeah.
3: terrifying really actually I said gorgeous but I was lying it was really unsettling very scary um and then after that rave car drug den car engineer car engine Wilford's car well, first of all, dream. on the TV
1: show, you get so many more cars, which I really enjoy. You really get to spend time in, like, there's just so many people, so many extras, yeah. so many background. And like, it's so cool in the studio when you walk through, this is a sidebar, but you you walk through sections of train all lined up next to each other in the studio, like just, just chunks of train that are like four cars <laughs> long next to another chunk of four cars long, like a whole set a whole studio filled with them. And then you go through massive doors to like other ones. And then you get to like the front and you can actually like look in the window of the front of the train. It's so so fucking cool. It was so exciting. It was so way
4: cooler than Travel Town, which is a train (laughs) museum near my house. Travel Travel Town's very cool though. <laughs> okay, it's cool it is really cool, but that sounds slightly cooler. So It's
1: it's a pretty cool experience especially after having watched two seasons of the show to like walk onto yeah. the set and be like, "Oh my god, this is like it's like going to Harry Potter world, you know, after you've watched the first yeah. three films and you're cast in the fourth or something, I don't know." But this <laughs> one had some really great cars. This one had some the design is very similar to yeah. the TV show. Like I feel like either that's coming room. from the graphic novel. The plant room was great, the garden.
4: Super similar.
3: Is that the, on the first missing... episode, Monica? Yeah. Yesterday, when we were um preparing in advance of this episode, I hadn't watched the movie yet. I watched it earlier today. The um, but you were you said the orange room is your favorite. That's the garden car that you meant. Or
4: yeah, or I didn't. I know. The orange room my, was my favorite. favorite. Sab. Sab.
3: Who's Sab? Sab? That's our other friend.
4: <laughs>
2: Sydney, you liked yeah. the orange car. Is that I... which one is that that you mean? I think it's the garden one, but like okay. when you first see it, it has just oranges, all the yeah. Orange trees. And I was just like,
3: fuck oh,
2: yeah, that's And what then I there's someone be. like knitting there, that's you. Yes, yeah. that would be me. I would be the nice lady sitting there, like, who doesn't say a up.
1: word as like the thing. revolutionaries come through, just like.
3: But mm-hmm. I guess this is like their fourth revolution in 17 years. So they're just like, whatever, frankly, like this might as well it's happen fine. today.
1: Mm-hmm. I did <laughs> I like would... the Sonic car. Oh. I love a good sauna, but that's part of my heritage. I have to. <laughs> my people invented that history. shit. So okay. yeah, oh my God.
4: that's amazing. Thank you. I mean, um, you're welcome. On behalf of the
1: Scandinavians.
0: The
1: yeah. <laughs> Except for the murder that happens in the sauna car. That part. Well, also, they, they didn't design it well because there's steam leaking everywhere. You're supposed to keep yeah. that in each room. So th- someone needs to do some repairs in that car.
3: Yeah. of bullets flying on this train I mean clearly clearly things are getting dem- damaged you know um, and I really thought that was going to be more of a plot point when they're at that point in the movie where they're going around the bend and they're firing at each other from the opposite points of the train they're making all these bullet holes in the window yeah I that I was, was a like, stretch the cold is gonna yeah. get in and we're all gonna freeze but also also things he, went off the rails before it could happen So he had an
1: Uzi been. one of them had an Uzi which has like <laughs> no I'm no weapons aim. expert but but I know a few things and like there's yeah there's no aim those things are just going wild and he's like shooting through the glass to like get across the like there's no way that would happen with a an Uzi.
3: And it was like right here and then right here yeah. for both of them so the precision of it. Yeah that was uh, also, I love some little dra-
4: drama there. A little drama. No <laughs> that guy was so
1: creepy and weird.
4: Franco the Elder is apparently Is that his, his name? the his gray guy the guy vlad in gray ivanov but his name in the movie he does not
1: look like a vlad he looks like a wow. bert a bert <laughs> he looks like a bert i thought he was just some like american dude like he's not like your stereotypical bad guy henchman and yet he does such a good job in the film of being a bad guy henchman but you're like you're not really that threatening you're kind of like a balding derpy dude and he's so good at being sinister oh, at the yeah. same time i, th- like I thought i thought he was great die no man oh he just keeps coming back
4: you want to know something that's really funny so that guy is franco the the elder the other guy with like the black swoopy hair who's his pal is franco the younger Ew.
0: no way
3: now is that
1: father oh, and son is that like senior and junior or are they I just think both it's two brothers named franco they, they both have the yeah. same name
3: who's I that guy I, george foreman the, You've heard Dude. of his children, they're all named George. okay. <laughs> Some people do that. I don't know, I feel yeah, like, could be a
1: father-son kind of thing. I don't well, know. Well, do you think
2: you those think guys had a normal younger. father?
1: Does anybody on that train?
2: Does anybody in general?
1: <laughs> yeah, good point, good point, Sid. Good point.
0: <laughs>
4: oh my god. Um, okay, wait. We were talking about our favorite train cars. Yours was a sauna car. Chelsea, what was your favorite car? Um,
3: I don't want to say the aquarium because like the I'm realities and logistics the of the aquarium. Um, I found very confusing within the scope of the movie unless we do our whole thing, like I said earlier, where it's like, well, clearly the train is taller than it seems and there's a lot more going on than it seems because the aquarium room, the ceilings in there were so much higher than they were in any other car. And also presumably they have to be even higher still for there to be room to have the aquarium. Um, But other than that, it was so beautiful. And I did like that it attached to this sushi car although actually that is a little grim in its own way um like the fish I don't know can that like are... watch yeah
1: that's chopped up but you the go to
3: some would, sushi I restaurants and they'll have that. like live yeah. fish yeah.
0: and I aquariums and stuff like that
3: sometimes no, aquarium, um i think if you're gonna eat meat or or fish or whatever you should acknowledge um that those were animals but but that aside anyway i'm gonna move on uh, uh the aquarium i'm gonna i'll say mine and mine is say? the aquarium okay. no
4: no That's no no surprise, Monica. No, that's that's no surprise. You sleep in (laughs) the Um, and also sushi is my favorite food. So like, there's nothing better than that. I would just be best friends with that sushi guy. Mm. It would be wonderful. A great. They
2: only have it twice a year in January and July. That's right. Rest of the time. That's right. Well, they got to
1: grow more fish.
2: fish. Yeah, they have to like sustain the population or something. Balance, etc. I don't know if I'd want to, you know, live if I could only eat sushi twice a year. You know, like what's rough. the point? That That's my rough. breaking point.
3: That's I'll just freeze to death break before break. the train even leaves the station, frankly.
2: You wouldn't
4: make it onto the train. Like, that We wouldn't it have been selected to be on the train for one. Certainly mm-hmm. not. And I don't know if I'm scruffy enough, scruffy, scrappy enough to fight onto the tail I might be scruffy enough, but I'm not scrappy. <laughs> you, you you're living for 17 years on the
1: back of that train. You're going to be scruffy.
3: Yeah. You become scruffy yeah. after you're scrappy. It's, okay, it's one yeah. and mm-hmm. then scrappy the other. First, and that's Good the point. thing
4: I'm scruffy first and scrappy second. And that's why I won't make it. Oh. I think I'm but, scrappy
3: in like a one-on-one scenario, but not in like a pushing other people out of the way scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think once it came to um, chasing down mommies to pull babies out of their arms. I think probably that would also be beyond the the scope of what I'm not in like an I'm such a good person way, but in like a I don't think I would fight for my life in that kind of way. Way. Yeah.
2: I think I could get onto the train, but Today, I, I feel think like I could would absolutely be, chase somebody but down. I I think I would thrive. Quite frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you wholeheartedly. <laughs>
1: I mean, the crazy Cheers. thing is for 17, 18 years, nobody in the tail has seen water. Like they get all their moisture from these freaking protein packs. Like they must smell so bad. That's they haven't bad. showered. Remember when they're like, oh, there's water. Take a shower. And like, they're all wash like, the oh, wash mouth. the yeah. blood off. They haven't had a shower. Some of those people were born in awesome? a world. Uh, He's got a British accent. He's like an old, like, smoking guy. Don't uh, question him.
4: That is beautiful.
1: He's (laughs) awesome. I love John Hurt so much. He is incredible. Rest in peace, King. You're wonderful. But but it would have smelled so bad back there. If I was a tailie, I probably would have made it a couple of years. And then I'd be like, just eat me. This smells so bad. Just eat me. I don't want to
2: do this anymore. I can't.
1: I'm eating these, like, gelatin pucks. I gotta, please, someone kill me. We're dumping okay. in buckets well, we, in the back. It's filling up.
3: Yeah. 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 If you volunteered yourself, I think like we could all.
1: But they didn't have like watching. it didn't look like they had a flame. Like they gotta eat those bodies raw.
2: Oh yeah. No. It's
1: like they don't have like a kitchen back there. It's just a st- storage car originally, I think that they just it's kind of called
2: got human pushed tartar. into <laughs> <I laughs>
0: tartar.
2: The baby is I the love softest. It, tar-tar. Right. Love oh, a baby tartare. That, that little tidbit, I was like, no, but that makes sense because veal. Because veal, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: Also, that monologue
1: is, is great, though. From Chris I Evans, the whole
3: thing down. Yeah, it is, and he's insane. like, and
1: he's crying, and he, and you actually you really buy. It. He's so simple; he doesn't really do a lot of work. He just he just takes you through it, and it's horrific. It's such a great twist, and you understand why he's such a morose bastard the whole time, the whole film. You're like man fucking smile like you're winning a revolution like but he's just so filled with shame
3: and he's got two arms to fight for the
1: himself. whole
2: time that reminds yeah, him that's right of how and of course he's gonna have to sacrifice
1: is. an arm of course, oh, yeah. he's got to sacrifice, of
3: course, him. like he okay. always wanted.
2: Couldn't yeah, make out of the movie with two arms that would have been yeah. unacceptable. Yeah, I did. Um, I really appreciated
3: the monologue though, not just because, um, a really well delivered monologue is fun to watch and not just because it explained a lot of things that we only got like glimpses of before, but um, in watching the other actor, in watching. Kang Ho Kang Ho song like receive that monologue, I thought was oh. the best part of it because he opens the monologue by, by being, oh, and, and that communication device. I thought that was such a clever device within the movie like to yeah. like let that actor continue to speak in Korean and not have totally. to make anybody that. To speak English just because it was for an English speaking audience.
1: And not feel the need to make it work all the time. So you're always constantly getting the translation. Yeah. Like you just, you just accept yeah. it that there were just, right. yeah. Um, I like
3: that. Just but, remind
1: us every once in a while that it's still there. Mm-hmm
3: and it, how it works to it. Yeah. every now and then you get the echo um but i also watch everything with subtitles um so so i would almost like literally forget that that was happening at all um but he says when he gives chris evans the last cigarette he says you should be grateful that's the world's last cigarette you tail section pig and it's like this guy has been helping him throughout a like ostensibly for payment which we think is drugs that he can do but it turns out it's so that he can explode the whole train um but but he doesn't like get it he might have been in prison at the start of the movie that character nam and his daughter um presumably i would assume because if his wife was the one who led that previous revolt they probably just got like wrapped up in it to some degree um but he was like the security guy for the train so like he wasn't a first-class passenger but he was of high enough status to some sort be, of engineer yeah to be one of the people at the front of the train to, to be one of those people who has no appreciation for what mm-hmm. life is like in mm-hmm. other parts of the train and, and a for dangerous to person like, to
1: have alive mm-hmm, basically like you need to yeah. keep him yeah. alive so that if something goes wrong that you can like wake him up and like put him to work but you don't want that person with that knowledge to be wandering around the train talking to the wrong people.
3: Mm -hmm. No, totally. But but I thought it was so great in that scene that even though he had been essentially an ally for Chris Evans the whole time, they still had him like not get it until it was like, no, like you don't understand. Like not only did we have to fight our way on, um, he says Um it was chaos. Yeah, we didn't freeze to death, but we didn't have time to be thankful. Wilford's soldiers came and they took everything. It was a thousand people in an iron box, no food, no water. After a month, we ate the week. And it's just like that long pause as Nam like digests that information and you see his face as he processes it. I thought that was one of the best parts of the movie.
4: Oh, totally. And he's Mm -hmm. such an incredible actor. Um Kang Ho Song. He is also a goddamn chameleon. I swear to God, he looks unrecognizable, like in the host, you know, yeah. compared to this with his little blonde hair and everything. Um, but I thought another really awesome device in that moment was they had made such a huge deal about the cigarettes, and Chris Evans given is giving this uh, monologue, and he lets it like burn all the way down. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't like even the smoke last it cigarette ever, and he yeah. just like is so taken by the confessing you know what he's done yeah it was very moving but i did laugh i i'm sorry i'm immature i laugh when he was like and i don't like that i know that babies taste the best and i <laughs> couldn't handle
0: it <laughs> but we all know that they do shocked
4: we knew yeah of know. course And yeah. just makes
0: sense
4: <laughs> just how we know john hurt wouldn't taste good all right so snowpiercer it's a two hour six minute movie our episode can't be that long so we got to move into our segments now and we start with the best one in my opinion and that is how could this movie be gayer um and I know that Sydney has a great theory about how it already is so mm-hmm. Sydney
2: right okay. you have Wilford and Gill Gilliam Gilliam, Gilliam. yeah a- Gilliam yeah. G. it's his um, last name I think but their sexual tension between them that you don't even know exists. You could just like feel it being like palpable. palpable. And you're like, what is this? And then at the very end, when you find out that they're working together through late night phone calls.
3: That's sexy shit.
2: Secret lovers.
3: Mm -hmm. Like,
4: do you think that all of the passengers in the train just had this strange feeling at all times because they're just being speared through by like the raw sexual energy uh-huh. and attraction yeah. from the front of the trains to the back of the train for
3: sure it must be uncomfortable mm-hmm. to live through definitely mm-hmm. you feel that kind of thing yeah yeah <laughs> i also think um tilda swinton i forget her character's name minister mason, mason or something like that mason. right it's not minister mm-hmm. what is it it's mason it's just
1: mason It's manager
3: up. mason I would it's, like it just it's says a title mason. um right. anyway um she oh Excuse me i apologize um i shouldn't have used that pronoun because i think that character is uh, potentially non-binary because they call mason sir at one That's point right. um Ooh, and yeah. i didn't notice any other pronoun usage but i noticed the sir and then on imdb trivia it said that that role was like originally written um, with John C. Riley in mind, which also iconic. I'm wow! Um,
0: oh. But when
3: they adapted oh. it for Tilda Swinton, um, it says that awesome Bong Joon-ho intentionally left lines of Mason being referred to in the masculine form in the script, which show up in the movie. So that's a that's a he him non binary icon to me.
1: Interesting, because I I when I saw that in the film. I took that as like some old school forms, of the military, everybody just calls is called sir because it mm-hmm. was so patriarchal and hyper-masculine back in the day. But even then mm-hmm. as like, well,
3: the military is pretty and, gay and, though, is the thing. Yeah. True.
1: Very true. So Sorry to
3: interrupt. No, can- no, no,
1: no. But I, but I love that, that I love that the director explained that so that you get like this kind of cool insider information about that. Cause that makes a lot more sense. Also, mm-hmm. John C. Riley would be amazing, but I do oh. love Attilda Swinton. She's one of my favorite. Apparently, actors in with the world.
3: John yeah. C. Riley, it was gonna be like a much quieter character. Um, and then it became really like cartoonish and more over the top um in, in Tilda's version. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was just Tilda bringing that to the character or if that was a uh, more of a collaborative effort. Um but well, but I know, know the glasses that, that Tilda wears are are Tilda's mm-hmm. glasses. So I love that. Amazing, well John C. Riley can bring ev- anything to the table. Yes, he yeah can. but I love when he does Cellophane man Quiet Energy.
4: Oh yeah. I That's mean true. also that man can sing. Did you know that? He is the voice oh, yeah. of an angel. I mean, I've you know cellophane Mr. Man. Cellophane. But I, like, have seen him perform live. And he's got this, like, amazing Americana-esque voice.
1: I could see and... him being a really good bluegrass singer for yeah. some reason.
4: That's the kind I of he's... performance he that he that, did. Yeah.
1: Like wearing a little hat and a vest.
3: He was wearing Cute. a cowboy hat. He was wearing a cowboy hat. And I've seen him night. roller skate, and he was good at it.
1: I believe it. I mean, he had to in Boogie Nights, so... Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. Excellent Renaissance film. man, Renaissance mm-hmm.
4: man.
0: Truly, how- I think.
1: Oh, I had a theory on how to make it oh, gay yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the uh, the jack boots, the the military guys, they're all uh-huh. men. There's no women involved, and I doubt there's much of a dating situation. And sure. I doubt that the rich people like mix with like the gritty Dabble. soldiers who are like back towards the tail. So I think those in. dudes. I think those dudes got to gate up. They must. Kiss.
3: Oh. they must. They yeah. must kiss. Yeah, they have no other
1: options. You. Like, yeah,
3: you gotta kiss that's your wife good night,
4: so they could kiss. Yeah, they've
1: got that mouth hole, the unnecessary balaclava that they're wearing,
4: <laughs> just to look sick. You know, to be it does look sick
1: though. It does it look sick. Awesome. It is cool. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, that's that's a that's something like Yona's gay, point. but that's just projection. That's like I like <laughs> her, so why couldn't she be gay? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Yona is gay, and therefore Christian and I are right, and society ends at the end of the film.
3: She can be bisexual. She can be bisexual. Sometimes people say gay and they don't strictly mean lesbian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Backtracking, I see. (laughs) (laughs) I told you there's more survivors. (laughs) Oh my God. Some of them are of appropriate age to reproduce. Probably, maybe if I get to decide and I do.
4: We can't talk about this more because I'm going to think about the realities of it and it makes me very deeply disturbed.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
4: um okay any other gay scenarios that you can imagine
3: i mean it's i mean certainly the club kids but the club
1: kids i think are already like getting in there
3: oh yeah anything goes in a club
1: yeah absolutely and all the ravers Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know if this counts
4: as a spoiler and maybe i'm wrong christian but in Mm -hmm. the first episode of the show i saw a polyamorous gay thruple thing happening. I think. I, yes, for a, a lot of
1: yes. yeah. Sexuality so is quite is open queer. in the show. The show is yeah, definitely. The
3: well, when wins. all bets are off, exactly. you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, why not? Why not get a little crazy? Why not do whatever we want? Um. Yeah. But...
4: We had two hours and six minutes, and they could have made some of those minutes not explicitly a gay. Can you believe it? I, I guess it wasn't romance. Damn. Too Can bad. You... <laughs>
3: Yeah. I mean, I felt like they had space with Chris Evans and Jamie Bell's characters until they get to the end where they go, somehow Jamie Bell is only 18. Um right. which is not yeah. representative of the actor's age. I Googled that he was 27 and 2013. Obviously, mm. they probably filmed it a little earlier, but I remember Jamie Bell from like 2011, being on the internet and and doing Harry Potter role play, and people would put him as characters. So to me, he's much older than right. than 18. Um, and but literally, is they really they really cut that at the knees right there. And that yeah. would
1: also be kind of creepy if Chris Evans was like, "I was going to eat him, and then we I fell in love when he, when he became yeah. old enough." <laughs>
3: like, and then as soon as he hit, hit
1: barely legal, then okay, yeah. 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 But hey,
3: if yeah, I I killed that, your mom and baby, I almost <laughs> ate you. <laughs> If he wasn't a baby, then I really think they could have had something and it could have been totally. beautiful. The vibes were there, but then they were squashed. It's too then they bad. Yeah. were squashed.
4: You know, Bong, he's he's amazing, but he he missed that opportunity. It's too bad. It's too bad.
3: Um, in the really reboot quirky.
0: in
4: 2032. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so then that brings us to the age-old question. Where would Matthew Lillard be
3: in this film? Um I think he would be a great Wilford. Um, I was not about just to say Wilford. He's a, he's a lovely eccentric, but also I could see him as a little boy having a vision that he wants to be on a train forever.
1: <laughs> you just made him instantly creepier for some reason. <laughs>
3: he's so good at that you know what yeah, I mean and I can see a small version of Matthew Lillard um, character in the in the role in the mm-hmm. not not him as a character. person. I no, would never God, no. oh, of to, course of course who he is as a person yeah. we don't know him um yeah. but yeah, yeah yeah to me him being like I'm gonna make a train that goes round and round forever and I get to be on it and it's gonna be fun and everybody's gonna have to stop laughing at me I think he could pull that energy off perfectly if
4: Matthew P- Willard, wow, can't even say his name. Like, you <gasps> I know what you're going to say, and I love Lillard. it. Willard. I said Matthew Wilford by accident. But if Matthew Lillard was Wilford, there would have to be, you do not know what I'm going to say. If you do that, I'm scared that we've spent too much time together. There would have to be a scene with of him singing his own songs. Um, oh. The songs about his origin story. Like we need oh that God. unhinged energy. <laughs> and he could pull it off really, really well. Like there's no one who can do an unhinged monologue better. So yeah. we need that. They would need to add that in for him. What I thought we were you? gonna say was what? that
3: Skeet Ulrich could be Gilliam.
1: Whoa!
4: <laughs> For the uh, remake, yeah. a reprise. a reprise. The day of, of our
2: Derek recording Galevis. this, it is uh, Skeet Ulrich's birthday. An Aquarius
3: oh, is it? Birthday. It is. Oh my god! Amazing. Wow.
2: And this episode's oh, gonna really- come out the day after Maddie Lily's birthday. So
0: whoa! Is the
2: oh, season? It's Tis the se- It all comes back to scream, baby. <laughs> it all yeah. comes, back, all to comes scream, back to scream but we're and actually the
1: directors ourselves. the directors of ready or not directed I know, scream the I new screen we're
2: gonna
3: oh, talk oh about God. that in a minute bestie oh, oh yeah we okay have great <laughs> okay questions.
4: um okay so that brings us to another important question which is who's the dumb bitch um in this movie and uh you know maybe mankind itself itself is i think
1: that's a great
2: answer yeah people who thought they could we just don't know when to die by Mm -hmm. shooting by cooling the earth are the yeah. Yeah. ice missiles the into the sky
3: I was very prepared to say Wilford with his forever train dream and then him making it a reality and then being like you left it me but now you want to be on my train but you're right it starts before that because while it may have been dumb bitch behavior in say 2011 in the 2013 2014 of this movie it's very smart bitch behavior because somebody else is shooting CW7 into the environment and it's bad and it doesn't go well so probably whoever's yeah. in charge of that I dumb mean, bitch
1: i think it's well, like elon musk will be that character in our oh real my god
3: world. So
4: you're so right
0: it's Ugh. so sad i'm reading
4: a book right now that has like themes of like escaping from earth and like mm-hmm. choosing who gets to escape and all that stuff so this is like i'm like i'm getting too much of that this week totally <laughs> yeah and there was just that much.
3: netflix movie the don't look up netflix movie which is a lot All of the God. same themes. Ugh. I haven't watched it. I had
1: a panic attack at the end of it. I watched I it with my mother and we both had panic attacks over the holidays watching <laughs> no! it together. She like sat Merry on my bed Christmas. and we talked about like death
0: and like Dude.
2: what
1: the end means. Like, You're
0: like,
2: okay, well, well, this do happens that. to us. Yeah. Every I watched part of it with my dad.
3: He did not get oh, that the funniest part was that Jennifer Lawrence was so stuck on the the selling the chip bags and stuff to them.
0: He oh,
1: did not that get the was so best joke throughout. Okay, no spoilies. No spoilies. No, spoilies.
4: no spoilies. spoilies. Well, why every year on Christmas do they have a choice that you should, that you are tempted to make but should not make? And then you watch that movie with your family and it ruins lives. Like I watch yeah. Uncut <laughs> Gems. With
1: oh, my God. Father. No, no, on no. Christmas?
4: <laughs> In the theater. No. He started screaming at the top of his lung in the theater. Oh my God. Oh I get my it. God.
1: it. I get was... it. That movie is a, an hour and a half, two hour panic attack. Seriously. It is. I had too to much. walk
4: out. I never have to walk I out. I wanted to movies. walk out. I don't I had, walk, out. I had to I walk out. I took a long bathroom break. I took some deep breaths. <laughs> then I came back and it just got worse from there. Great movie, but
3: <laughs> upsetting on Christmas Day. <laughs>
1: it was too much chaos for me i couldn't handle it i did not I enjoy it i
3: appreciate all of these um climate change parabels overall <laughs> and that they're trying to remind everybody like hey we have to do something like time's running out before we like shoot some cw7 into the environment like what if we got started moving on some things that we like no work for sure um but i gotta say depressing You guys heard that the world is bad? I feel like I knew that before this movie, but gosh, they really drove it home. Mm
0: -hmm. I think
3: the theme of
4: this episode is Chelsea does not want to face the harsh reality. Yes, (laughs) yes.
3: Here's the thing. I hear you. The world is bad. I have had those moments where I'm like, isn't the weight of the world crushing and isn't the weight of everything that's wrong in it crushing and don't you feel powerless to do anything in this world? That is a really defeating attitude and and it is not mentally healthy for one and i it's easy right. to get trapped in and then you don't do anything and then nothing changes um, and then you get so you eaten to, at
1: the end of the train because you can't survive
3: you get eaten maybe you get eaten <laughs> not me i'm different he obviously Rips wouldn't you. get eaten he wouldn't get I'm eaten like because he's already had a muscles polar
1: bear. and yeah i've already fought polar bears in the yeah. Arctic.
2: exactly i'm a survivor i'm not
1: gonna give up I'm not gonna going oh, to stop.
3: Keep going. Oh, what's the next lyric?
1: I'm surviving. The I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. to <laughs> stop.
3: I'm,
1: I'm, I'm keep on uh, moving. That's <laughs> no. not I'm not
3: surviving. surviving. Damn it. Damn it. Christian really oh, wanted to audition oh, to be the new singer
1: oh, the oh, podcast. because
3: oh, so oh. couldn't cut it.
1: I know I could not uh, just
4: keep going, go into the O's, go meet. Oh, the into O's the are great. O's, yeah. And then, yeah, and then you don't win. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But okay, I'm going to speak for Christian right now. We're okay. not negative Nancy's. Yeah. We just are, you know.
1: We're not Donald Downers.
4: No, no. We're,
1: we're realists.
4: <laughs> I like Donald Downers. Yeah. Just realists, but I'm very happy most of the time, you know. Yeah. I just tried to forget what is happening. <laughs> also, the po- I w- didn't say this earlier, but when I saw the polar bear, I immediately was like lost. It reminded me of Lost and when Lost jumps the shark with the polar bear, literally immediately. And I was like, uh, and then it <laughs> ends. So I didn't have time to think about it, but you know. Well, the but there's also,
3: <laughs> here's the thing. Even if humanity dies and the only remaining two people who survived get eaten by a polar bear um the world has gone through cataclysmic apocalyptic events in the past. Um whether or not we populate the earth the the world keeps turning. You know what I yeah, mean like it's not going to get fully destroyed. The, polar, the polar, bear. polar bear has survived these past 17 years they perhaps will inherit the earth and do better things with it. And that that also means
1: that there's a food source for them. Like they're like a polar bear doesn't survive for 17 years without food. Exactly, There is food sources out there. So there are other animals, which also means that maybe there are humans that like went underground into caves and survived. So there could be humanity there.
3: That the helpful. oceans are frozen. I think we can tell or assume at some point. We do see like a frozen mm-hmm. ship at one point. Because um, they don't travel know. over
1: the ice on the tracks, yeah, so but it presumably, must be
3: The tracks were laid before the world froze. So there, there has to be some infrastructure that lets the tracks cross the ocean regardless. Um but but I think that there's a really good chance that um the people who did not stay on the surface, who did not stay exposed to the elements, are actually um potentially faring a little bit better than the the seven who escaped the train who froze to death on top of a mountain yeah. with all of the wind chill around them. I
4: think that mm-hmm. what Bong was trying to do with the film by showing the polar bear at the end was to it was another twist. It was the upteenth twist and it's him being like actually it was all organized by polar bears in the first place because they're the ones getting fucked the most by
3: global warming
4: and they, so they, they revenge. come out and the polar world oh the yeah. polar bears are like this is our world now and you're oh, yeah. just living in it yeah oh
3: yeah because i like that for
2: her it. movie if yeah and then those people just froze to death the polar bear have an unlimited supply of frozen the people popsicles. they could just yeah eat. yeah exactly he looked very happy, and, and also
4: Let's watch let let us watch the, the sequel in 40 years from now where it's like Planet of the Apes and the polar bears are the only thing that live and mm-hmm. they have become I don't know they can speak now I would like to see a humanoid polar bear world I'm that I'm down How did that. they
1: get spliced?
4: Well
3: they don't Which have don't I'm not a, the right But it's
4: like evolution or whatever I like see. we were I monkeys see. and then we became whatever we are now so maybe so you think polar bears polar are going to turn into
1: like Wookies.
4: Maybe eventually.
1: I mean, that'd be great. That
4: would be awesome. That would be so cute. Oh man.
1: My question with the humans that might've survived off the train for 17 years, like what happened to all those like apocalyptic bunker livers in like Montana that like bought those, like, what are they called? Those
3: people froze to death.
1: (laughs) How long do you think they made it in their bunkers that they outfitted? (laughs) Two minutes. Wow.
3: Wow. Here's the thing.
1: Not long at all.
3: Maybe zombie proof, but not cold proof. Yeah, that bear attack in New Hampshire thing I was talking about earlier, that was like a libertarian dream town where it was like, we're going to live here and we're going to decide all of our own things. And nobody can tell us what to do because New Hampshire, I didn't know this about New Hampshire, but apparently all of New Hampshire is like, we don't pay taxes. Um, Their
1: whole motto is, what's the motto? Uh, Their motto is um, live free or die. Live free or die. That's their state <laughs> motto. I'm pretty sure. It's like out, that's true.
3: Yippio Kaye motherfucker. Right. That's <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. what it is. But so these like I'm looking libertarian online message board com- community communities were like, let's start a libertarian haven in this town in New Hampshire, but they had a bear problem. And because nobody wants to pay more taxes to like the Fish and Wildlife Association, they don't have much many ways to like combat their bear problem. And then Ooh. some people were like feeding the bears, and then other people were like. Hey guys, maybe don't do that. Part of being a libertarian is being responsible and other people were like big libertarian means I do what I want. I want. Um, and mm-hmm. they immediately repeated yeah. and as also, they said that the bear right. went home. Yep. they're not like mandating like bear safe trash cans by any means and and so they they're having a major bear problem over there.
4: The bears are bad. Well,
1: baby. The bears like they, they tried to live free but they people. died instead. His they wasn't just hard. like bears
3: yeah, they the died hard. and bears in in the outside the bears were coming inside to your home to get you man so. i love to no i love that we're this is like that episode
4: where we talked about wolves for 40 minutes that was like, also awesome, my doing it's important no it needs to happen <laughs> mm-hmm. um this is animal okay planet. i guess we should we should get to mm-hmm. our knives out of fives because the, okay. the dumb bitch is definitely mankind we're we're in agreement
3: yeah. and yeah. Um, fair enough
4: So, Chelsea, what did people think about Snowpiercer 2013?
3: Uh, People liked it a lot. Um, On IMDb, it has 7.1 out of 10, which is not as high as you might think. But on Rotten Tomatoes, um, critics gave it 94% fresh, which is, like, hugely high. Um, And Mm -hmm. then audiences were more in line with IMDb's, like, self-rating system. And they gave it 72% fresh. But also this was one of those movies that got entered into like a billion different film festivals. And so it won a lot of like smaller awards all, all over. So this was really, really well received critically, And obviously beloved enough and, and Bong Joon-ho proved himself enough once he won Oscars that they were like, we'll throw money at his projects. And so they gave him a TV show. So, you know, clearly, clearly people like it. People wanted more.
4: Um, okay, well, who wants to give their knives out of fives first? I can huh. if- go for it. Okay, cool. I've seen this movie before. I loved it before. For some reason, remembered it being sad and long, which is a bad impression to have, but I remember loving it, but I, I really loved it on the second watch. I mean, it's an all-star cast. They all knock it out of the freaking park. Um, I love Bong. I love all of his movies. I love how campy this is. I love it. It's like, it's like funny. I love, he brings comedy into a lot of his, his movies. Even Parasite has some really funny parts to mm-hmm. it too. Like, and, and we already talked about the host and there's these other movies. movies that would be
1: unbearable to watch without comedy. It would be oh, too yeah, dark to fucking too, cry. Yeah.
4: It would be brutal. Uh, and yeah, I'm glad that they make it. The, the most epic, uh, brutal parts of the movie where you really start contemplating life and how horrible this whole thing is right at the end. So then it's over. And then you're like, okay,
2: oh, you're um, like, oh, thank God.
4: You're okay. like, okay, it's done. Um, but yeah, beautiful costume design, set design. I, honestly, where are the deleted scenes with the other train cars? I need them. I'll have the show for that. So I'm going to give this a point. A seven for me I really oh. really like oh. this movie a lot I just think it's like a beautiful I, it it was a lot to squish into a normal yeah movie length and he didn't go full midsummer with it so I like I can't I don't have the attention span for like a three-hour movie I gotta pause it and like have an intermission and that sort of thing but I didn't need that for this one and so I really really liked it a lot
0: mm.
3: yeah I think um for me, I thought it was, it was, it was a lot of movie. Um, it was a lot of movie in two hours and it was a lot of really wonderful world building. Um, and I think, um, I found some of the dichotomy and the aesthetic jarring between like the very grim, dark back of the train and then like the richly colored fronts of the train and like Claude and her yellow coat coming in. It felt um, I, it, I didn't like, it was so purposeful. It was so clear that it was purposeful, um, and that it was really well done. Um, but to me, some of the cinematic shots and the way that they really will do like a slow-mo zoom in hyper-focus at parts, it just like, it's not quite the aesthetic that I'm interested in. Um, And so while I was really interested in the story and the world building and I thought it was really good, it's not necessarily a movie that I would rewatch. Although maybe I would have a different experience the second time around once I'm like able to appreciate all of the things and the lead up once I know where it's going. Um, But I do think it was really good. Um, And so I probably would give it like four knives out of fives. Um, It was not the the movie for me necessarily but I absolutely respect like what it was doing
2: Fair,
4: that's, that's still how, a good
2: score <laughs> that's how I feel I'm not a big apocalyptic like mm-hmm. end of the world because like either I'm going like full balls to the wall and I will not like myself in the apocalypse or I'm just gonna <laughs> kill myself either way like it's <laughs> fair, not a fair. good situation so I'm like movies make like I don't know, mo- like apocalyptic movies are just like, mm, not my thing. But the actors mm. in this movie, like the- just the like straight up stacked cast. Like I would probably give this movie like a 3.5 out of 5. But just the acting, I'm going to do a 4. Oh, because, like, she bumped it interesting. Up. Truly like Chris Evans, like talking about how he like they cannibalized themselves was like so fucked up and yeah so good all at the same time Mm -hmm. and like actually now that
3: i'm thinking about it the way they did stuff with yona was really interesting as well with like her her clairvoyance um was used like really sparingly and really well where it was like Chris Evans was standing there at the front of the train in that moment with Wilford being like, take the reins. Um, and he's got his like deep, deep purple eye bags and just oh. looks absolutely so emotionally broken down. And you will almost see him about to be like, fuck it. Why not? Maybe. Or like, I don't he, you can see that he's wavering. He's not sure. And it's only when Yona goes over to the floor tile and is like, there's something going on here. and you get the Timmy reveal that it like really seals the deal for him and for the movie. so i I do think I think it was really, really well done. Um, but it's i I prefer like a from him at least. so thing. far. I prefer parasite, which is like a much more grounded in our world not quite as fantastical like the cartoony stuff served a purpose but it was like a little cartoony for me
1: I forgot about her clairvoyance and that makes yeah. me believe all of a sudden that maybe she knew that that <gasps> polar bear was benevolent and wouldn't attack her
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah! laughs> <Holy shit>! <laughs> <laughs>
0: otherwise she no, wouldn't but, have, uh, otherwise she wouldn't have gone out point.
1: there she wouldn't have gone out there with a small child a
3: yeah she would have my known land. there's a
1: bear and she would have known that it's safe to go out there even though there's a, a polar bear, bear out there oh that god. there's a chill welcome bear. to
3: the team christian
1: wow did Almost i just here. become an optimist
3: oh my wow. god congratulations <laughs>
4: yeah. i'm feeling joy
1: <laughs> yeah what is this feeling it's so rare Ugh. it feels <laughs> gross i want to smile a lot um okay so for me Um, I don't like apocalyptic films because they stress me out and they give me panic attacks Uh, but if I am going to enjoy one I want it to be campy maybe have a bit of goof to it Mm -hmm. a bit of comedy Um, so you know like Amazon had Greenland that came out last year with uh, with uh, Gerard Butler and I can watch a movie like that because it's so cartoonishly crazy the stuff that's happening and they have to travel to Greenland and yet they make it no one's gonna make it to Greenland from somewhere in the United States you know learning how to fly their own plane and like land it and shit like that like it's just crazy but I would say that um a film like this where it's like goofy and it's fun and stylized and slick as fuck and the acting is on point I don't know how they got this cast For this film,
0: which is like how
1: what is the pitch on this thing?
3: Yeah, and John
1: Hurt to be in it with like Tilda Swinton, like.
3: And it covers the whole spectrum because that girl who played Claude, I think, is her name, the Yellow Coat Lady. Right. She's been in one other movie. She was like a college student in Belgium, but Bong Joon Ho had seen that movie and was like, "I want that girl." And she thought it was going to be like an indie movie. And then she was like, "Chris Evans is here. Tilda Swinton is here. Yeah. Sir John Hurt. Sir, he's a sir. Sir, Sir we haven't
1: been honoring his title this whole time. Sir John Hurt. Let's honor that title. Um." Yeah. And sort of like Monica, like my first, I remember the movie being really good, but also remember it being dark. I don't remember it being Mm -hmm. as goofy and fun and interesting as it was this time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This was so much more fun. Like, I feel like I'm going to remember the film better now. Okay. Because I'm in a different place 10 years later since I watched it the first time or whatever. But (laughs) it's, I don't know, but like, it's, it's so much better than I remembered it um and I remembered liking it I just couldn't recall so much of it but some of the imagery is really really stuck with me um you know the protein bars that really stuck with me there's just like things that visually just are imprinted on your mind so I'm gonna give it uh four and a half knives out of five knives so I guess like a butcher knife and a and a paring knife i love that. Oh, four oh, butchers like knives that. and a paring knife out of five. We've
2: never <laughs> visualized our <laughs> knives in
3: such a way. You
1: should be visualizing these wow. knives. Little, I mean, tiny we should. Yeah.
4: In and fact, like a, p- a paring knife, knife is not too small. Like a cheese
1: knife. No, a paring knife is too small. So let's say like four butchers knives and and like a, a vegetable chopping knife. So it's not Ooh. quite a full butcher knife, but you know, yeah. it's 4.5. I wow. wow. like
3: a bread knife. That. It's like long, but it's skinny.
1: Oh, I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking of like one of those. Serrated
3: edge. The one I'll with the go with a
1: serrated thing? edge. I was going to go with one of the ones where it's just like almost like an Asian blade where it's like curved and then flat on the bottom, but it doesn't have yes. like that traditional European chef's mm-hmm. knife. I
4: have one of those. There, there you go.
3: I don't cook enough to really clue the in. It's
4: a vegetable knife. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I like that visualization and I will use that. move. We will use that moving forward. Please what do.
1: Please, by knife? all means. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna awesome. owe you
3: royalties. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I give this to you for free. No, Aww, thank you have you. it on the record. Ah, yeah. so sweet. <laughs> um. But we just wanted to say thank you for joining us, Christian. Uh, we really appreciate having you here. And it's been really fun um, reflecting so on nice. the movie, especially with the show coming out. Season three premieres this Monday, June 24th. So it'll be yesterday by the time you're listening to this episode. Um, so I know from IMDb that we see you at least in the first episode, but is there anything you mm-hmm. can tell us about the rest of the season? Anything you want to tease?
1: Um, well, I pop in every once in a while when you just when you think you've forgotten about me I'll like pop back in Mm -hmm. and uh my character is comedic I would say uh a bit goofy and he's a real fish out of water when it comes to what he has to do on the train
2: okay okay Mm -hmm. that's a great tease that makes me want to be like now, I have to watch the first two seasons. So, I go. got a binge. Seriously, Sean Bonnet.
4: he said right. fish out of water. Is this some sort of code wow, with to
3: the, the fish from the back to
1: the fish mm-hmm. scene?
3: Uh, yeah, and actually,
1: I didn't mean to do that, but that totally lines up in some way <laughs>
3: oh, with my
4: mysterious.
1: character Easter
4: egg.
3: Easter, yeah, egg. Easter egg. Oh, and now I'm thinking about the Eggman. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> but the way that Christian's character pops in and out of the show you might see him um pop in and out of our social because we'll also be sharing an Instagram Q&A with him at the end of our Snowpiercer week which is going to lead us into our next episode because we're going to ask Christian a couple questions nothing spoilery but a couple of questions about the movie that we have up next because some of his buddies were involved in that one as well Monica do you want to introduce what we're doing next
4: we're doing Scream 5. <laughs> we're
3: doing Scream I'm 5. So, and we're calling it Scream Excited. 5. Yeah, okay, we're well, calling I'm it Scream 5.
4: Scream 2022. No, How about don't even. That? I'm sorry.
1: I'm so jealous because I still haven't seen it. And mm-hmm. because I'm in Montreal filming right now. And uh, because of Omicron, everything is locked down. Like, they, there's no cinemas open right now.
0: No. Oh, so
1: God, I can't God. watch Scream. I still haven't seen the new Spider-Man film. There's like... <gasps> There's like a, a whole bunch of films. Yeah, exactly. I'm like you trying are. to avoid spoilers on the internet. I'd and fly really to LA it with
3: us. Monica and I are going to, we've both already right. seen it, but we're going to go see it again so that it's fresh for us. Um, Sydney Excellent. has yet to see it. So really no spoilers when we do our Q&A. Um, yeah. But wouldn't you have to like quarantine when you'd go back? So maybe that's not even, also it would cost you. But, but you're welcome <laughs> if you want to join.
1: <laughs> so kind of you. Thank you very much. Uh, I will. I will consider that. Also, the yeah, production yeah. might not let you me go. Let we'll see. Know. Yeah, I will.
0: I will.
4: But either way, um, I Sydney or sorry, Chelsea and I saw it already. We're so excited to cover it. You y'all know, Scream is our origin story. We started off that the podcast. That guy on Twitter. Yes, maybe the VP of AMC told Networks. us that we have to scrub her. To scrubber what, what am i saying we have to cover scream um because it's our origin and i was like why does the vp of amc know about our origin, know I origin don't know. is tweeting it's if you're street. listening
3: sir would you it like fake but we'll see uh collapse but yeah
4: I'm I'm really excited to talk about it, so that's going to be amazing. And you know that Matthew Lillard's going to come up even more; it's unavoidable. So yeah. there you go.
3: Honestly, I have so many. I am so desperate to know what Sydney thinks, so I really can't wait. It's going to be it's going to be sick. Um, I'm so. excited. He yeah. like scary
1: movies, Sydney.
4: You're, I mean, it's just I like do. it's perfect. She was born it's for this. Born
1: for it.
2: Born.
4: Well, okay, we already teased it, but we're going to have some amazing content with Christian this week. So what a great opportunity to follow us on social media. Oh, my God. Maybe if you guys all follow us at the same time, Instagram will make us verified. It's not how it works, um, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So you can get us at at spooky underscore Tuesday. That's on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also at spooky Tuesday Pod on Tumblr and Facebook. And I just updated every single one of our reviews on Letterbox. So you should go look at it at spooky Tuesday. Um, and yeah, why not? After that, give us a gift. You know what you should do. You know what you should do. You should give christian again and so tell sweet how great so nice. he was on the pod and how hilarious he is I and how amazing gifts. he is and how beautiful <laughs> he is and you can send that gift into the text box of the apple podcast review along with a five-star review that's i right?
1: thought you, you said gifts, a with, right? a tea. No, gifts with a t i want gifts with a t that's
3: that's how you'd like I, your presence oh of of you yeah. oh
1: absolutely a hundred percent a hundred percent we so, not gifts. Email. I also like gifts, but gifts and gifts and uh, five star ratings, mostly five star ratings.
2: Mostly five star ratings for so so you send guys. Send him a Hear gift. From him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. checks his DMs, guys. That's how we got. To... <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now I'm going to get every podcast. Christian, through <laughs> name me... searches, you
4: heard
1: it here first. Yeah.
4: There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, you know, give him a gift. He deserves it. We deserve it. Five stars. Apple Podcast, Pod Spotify. It just makes sense.
1: Just do and it.
4: Just, just do it already. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Thanks for listening. Bye,
3: Spookies.
1: I know the babies taste best.
3: Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Deff and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamra. And our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore omg.